Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody, and along with my long-distance bestie, Amanda, we live to break down all the things we love to hate. Each week, we scour TV, TikTok, and pop culture and deliver you our unfiltered, snarky takes on everything. Take a moment to subscribe on YouTube so you catch all our live streams and shows, and follow the links in the banner to subscribe to our free weekly podcast and two Patreon shows, We Love to Hate TV and Total Request Podcast where you request the shows and we break them down. Once subscribed, you have instant access to our massive library of hundreds of past shows and recaps. We promise you'll love it. And listen, we're all friends here, so let us hear from you in the comments. We love getting to know you and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go. Hello and welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. Hey I'm guys. Jody. I'm Amanda. Sorry, we started a couple of minutes late. We got, I got I got a full 360 degree view of Jody's <laughs> living room. Yeah, normally <laughs> I'm in my office, which apparently everyone thinks I'm just sitting on the toilet going at it, but it's not. It's my office. Um, but I have a bunch of crap in there because I'm cleaning out my basement. So um I mean, you know how big my office is. It's a whole five by seven. It's pretty big. So, well, okay. Uh, I, I'm yes, I'm getting my room. entire basement redone. Okay. I'm On a single income salary So that I can get the appraisal so I can get PMI off my house. It's a whole grown-up, oh, okay. boring. It's not. It's a 420 square feet of finished space. What? Well, I mean. It's like that's like an eighth of your entire condo, Amanda. Oh, uh, is that a oh. telescope at the window behind you there? What's that thing sticking up there? That's an orchid. Oh, okay. I thought it was a little telescope. This is that, Sorry. So I'm sorry, guys. It, it, I mean, there could be a lot of hubbub going on. Uh, I got kids home. I have furniture in the middle of the room. And, you know, Scout's probably, I'm sure she's going to be in and out, in and out, and barking at people. But listen, we're here. Are the kids going to make an appearance? Uh, there's a good chance. 
there's a good chance you might hear some popcorn popping in the uh, in the kitchen. Glass breaking. Uh, oh, there's going to be like spoons clinking and cereal bowls. But it's like it's a real Janelle house over here. Oh, you don't have an apron on, Jody. Oh, I don't. Oh gosh, where's my trusty Janelle? I grabbed my Mary shirt, but I, I I got another Mary shirt too. Can I show you what I'm wearing yeah. for part A of our episode? Yeah, because I feel like this is I'm not very Mary. Today. Oh yeah, because she likes to do all those like daily affirmation posts. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, Mary, Mary, you're miserable. Um, (laughs) And uh, I'm not changing today, but um, spring is a uh, spring is coming. March is coming, so I put up some what are those daffodils, flowers, Um, daisies. These I think are what are those dandelions. They, they kind of look like are dandelions. I was gonna say okay, well, either way, Susan's, but I'm liking the color. Uh, yeah. But here we are. We had a big week of um, of what? You saw some shows. I did actually. I saw a little show you may be familiar with. Ole Mesera. Don't you dare roll You're your. You're sending eyes, my ticks into like. Oh, by the way, guys, in about half an hour, Jody has to take over for about three minutes while I go and accept a beer delivery. Don't worry, it's not for me. It's for my cousin who's helping me move my couch downstairs. We have to reschedule. And of course, Auntie Debbie's coming, Amanda. The woman loves working time and a half on the weekends. I mean, it's like... She She's bringing her dog it. too. Um, oh, marigolds! Oh. Thank you, Holly O'Brien. See, that's what you yeah. guys—you guys keep us honest here. But anyway, yeah. so that'll—I'll leave at some point soon, mm-hmm. and I'll be back as soon as possible. Uh, I don't know anything about beer, so I just picked something. What did you? What's the name of it? I don't know. I think it's Canadian. What did I get? Oh boy! Let's see, um, did you get like Natty Light or something? No. Okay. Okay, I got. Look at my goddamn order. I got Ugh. River Valley Session IPA 12 pack. Okay. Dollar I know nothing really about okay. beer. Well, it sounds good. And it has uh, the most, it had the highest alcohol content. Oh, well, there so you that go. That's all you need. Okay. So, um, okay. What else? Oh, quickly before we start talking about Lemus and um, everything, let's how just talk you. about how dare I. I think I've earned my hatred of Lemus. I know. Um, coming up this week, well, actually, last week we did. Uh, on Love to Hate TV on our Patreon, go join or join. Mm-hmm. Maybe on maybe wait till Thursday on the first because then you get the most bang for your buck. But um, we did Sister Wives season six episode four, Odd Wife Out, and then we did. Well, no, no, you got it. Then we did uh the on TRP and Tier One of Love to Hate TV. We did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Body, which was a somewhat controversial controversial episode a talk about medical protocols i mean oh ev- everything i've known about was a crime egregious. scene investigation <laughs> just like went out the window i was like you're doing everything wrong you're contaminating the crime scene oh yes leave the body with with the uh under eyes window. wide open yeah <laughs> They never close her eyes. Like, well, it's an aneurysm. I can tell you that much. He, they do like, they do. He does two chest compressions and then he's like, she's cold. cold. I'm calling cold. it. <laughs> like she's cold as ice. She's been here for days. But uh, this you know, coming we, week. We got to take another call. Yeah. You just uh, get yourself yeah. like a. Hang out with the body. Water. Chill out. Yeah. Uh, anyway. This week on Total Request Pod, we're doing High School Musical, the musical, the series the pilot uh but 
it actually looked it up. It kind of looks like it might be fun. It's like a mockumentary, and it's about like the school. Ow! What the oh fuck? My God. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I wonder if I, I, I did it right when I put that photo up. You screamed. I thought you got mad at me. No, Latrice like is that down here, and she just reached up and clawed me right in the stomach. What a bitch! I don't even know what she she did that. Put her down. I mean, been I've been saying this. Like. <laughs> God, um, it's about the school where High School Musical is like was filmed. So High School Musical like exists in this world, like the movie. And I think they're, oh. it's about them putting on the production of the musical of the musical. So that's might be that might be fun. Oh, okay. as long as it's 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 Disney Channel, but as long as it stays kind of you know, ironic, then yeah. I, I like it. I would then, still love for us to do bug juice someday. Anyone know bug juice? It, it was like one of the OG reality shows. It was kids mm. at summer camp. And I know it sounds lame, but there was a hot uh, camp counselor named Rhett. And he was like, of course, he's like super hot and Southern and like, you know, whatever. But anyway, it was a great show. I definitely like binged it in college. <laughs> Oh, in college. Um, if you know Bug Juice, you know Bug Juice. And then this week we have um, High School Musical, the musical, the series, of course, again, on mm -hmm. Tier 1, Love to Hate TV, and uh, Sister Wives. We've been waiting for this one, guys. Season 6, Episode 5, Christmas Countdown. The picture. It, this is <sighs> oh, the oh, infamous oh. Carmel episode. Okay, hold on. I, the I picture. I put the photo up here. Oh, God, I hope did so. Did you add it? I, 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 I did. did. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold but on. the picture. Like just, oh, is that what oh. it is? Okay, Listen, no, that's, I that's, looked for the no, one in the shop, and it's. Uh, I think the shop just like wiped it clean from the internet because they did not want to be involved. But right. there is one of Janelle and her trusty apron. Yeah, that's like the main mm. cover on Discovery Plus. Is her and her apron? And I feel like when Janelle wears an apron, she just puts it over her head and doesn't bother to tie it because it's always kind of just does? flapping around. I don't, who owns an apron? Oh, probably because you're so tiny. You're like, oh, I'm just swimming. I have to take it around three times. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, but they like put it in the back and then wrap it in the front. I've done that before and it's like, like, like a little pink. You just have to double knot it because you can't even Oh, get it's low. like fingies pulling the end of those. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get, like, get something in there. Yeah. Uh, smash that like, by the way, guys, and also subscribe. This is the low season for us, but I can feel Sister Wives hot in our heels. We're coming up. We're coming up on spring. I feel like they'll release it next season. Um, what else? What else? Okay, but tell us about... Uh, tell us about... Les Miserables. Uh, okay, so... You, you got know, there on time this time, so that was good. We got there on time. Listen, last time, it was just... Um, it was that like was a nuts. trifecta of horrible things. Don't even... Forest... Here we go with the dogs. Here it goes. Here we go. I got to close the door. Um, okay. So go, 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 go with your friend. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is chaos. Uh, <laughs> God, this is a big mistake. Huge. All right. So Paige is super into musicals. We're going to see Book of Mormon, but this was like her birthday present. Um, last time when we went to Dear Evan Hansen, Amanda, it was the trifecta of there was Dear Evan Hansen. It was the Sunday before Thanksgiving and like the Christmas market was going on and like yes, there were light in the trees and it was, you know, Saturday matinee, Amanda. And the biggest thing that threw us off was there was apparently a Bluey live. Oh, Bluey. Yes. And that's what fucked it up. So there was a, a huge 
traffic jam backup in the parking garage. Like we were within stone's throw of the theater, but we could do nothing. And that was like 45 minutes. But anyway, we got there on time. Um, We're looking forward to seeing your friend as Valjean. He's my acquaintance, but he would know, he would know my name. Okay. I mean, Um, who could forget the name Amanda Kaczynski? It's like the worst name ever. Hooch. Um, What was his name? (laughs) Nick Cartel. Nick Cartel. Oh, Paige is awake, guys. (laughs) It's a party! Jeez. Okay, hopefully there's other moms who are watching this who are like totally understanding the situation. Stomach, right like, anyway. has a, my stomach has a mark on it that is like bleeding. Her nail went into my stomach and went back out. She I felt it enter. Yeah. A little spot of blood. Dude, you're going to end. This is going to end like the Buffy episode. You're just going to be like. Mandy Debbie. Debbie and my cousin are going to walk in. There's going to be a case of beer on the table unopened. And, just... and this is how they're going to respond. Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. 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 <laughs> Walk to go get she pro- cordless telephone. She- Make cordless telephone. The beauty of a cordless is that you can leave the room with it. But God. she calls 911 to get over it. I thought it was days in there. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, okay like so continue. Yellow head. Anyway, okay. So it was great. We didn't get to see your your uh, buddy because the understudy was Belgian, but he was great highlight of the show well i mean of course i was like sobbing during all like you know the big songs and i was picturing you as fontine and then i was like oh my baby and then it was like i was crying more um but near the end of act one valjean they have him like in the spotlight he's like and um proud mom moment lights go up for intermission and Paige says so She goes, no offense to this guy, but like, he kind of looks like a little person. I was like, you have like, I passed on the gift to you. I was thinking the same thing. Is Paige just like sitting off to the side watching this happen? She's in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like a talk show guest. Yeah. Like (laughs) she, she's like, um, what is it? Regis and uh, Kathy Lee. What was the guy's name? Gelman. 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 Yeah. (laughs) She's Gelman. Anyway. She's um, like a Paul, uh. Uh, from David Letterman, Paul Schaefer. Schaefer. Yep. 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 <laughs> Paul um, anyway, it was a, it was a great show. It was really, really nice. And it wasn't too cold out. Someone took her picture in front of the marquee outside because Paige allowed it. Normally she doesn't let me. And then we get into like a little mom daughter tiff, like oh, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> But um, we're feeling good. So yeah. Did, did you see my little pun I made? I don't know. You with what? the photo? No. What'd you say? Oh. Um, I put a little a post up and it said at the end of the okay, so I was wearing like cropped oh. pants and like yeah. little heelsies. Hey, can you let the dog in? Um <laughs> and I said, <laughs> at the end of the day, my ankles are colder than the chick in the back without covered thighs. Oh, I saw I saw like that. a mini skirt bent over. You didn't get I didn't, it. I, I didn't get the end of the day notes. reference. What? You are Miss Lay Miz. How do you not get that? At the end of the day was the most stressful uh, part for me because that, like, I, not I, uh, Fontaine enters halfway through that. So that would, like, the the part of them actually singing that would be me, like, scrambling because I always started get, I would get, start getting ready later and later and later. And I'd have to put my mic pack on. 
under my wig and then then a wig cap and then dress and then it was just so and then I had to underdress like a, a whole bunch of shit and then I dress over it and then a big wig and I had to preset my short wig it was just a lot of scrambling around oh. that uh, if I was more responsible I wouldn't be freaking out but anyway. now let me ask you this when you were brown hair green, green vest, vest yes an act two yes did you have to or no 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 I take it back when they cut Fontaine's hair yeah were you like like buzzed or did they give you like a cute little lob? Oh no, I looked insane. I can probably find a picture. <laughs> Please. I'll okay. look at my face. Well, this chick got like, she looked like cute. She looked snatched. Well, I did not look snatched. I looked busted. Oh, okay. well, she looks super cute. <laughs> I was like, she actually looks good with shorter hair. Like they did her a favor. It looks great. Um, right. Anyway, so it was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, little awkward scene with that one line, babe. Um, Which one? Um, oh, this the um, we will not be slaves again. Like little too. Oh God! That, okay, that's I'm a lot. Yeah, gonna, that's a bit like, much. Uh, not not me. I mean, good God! It was not my fault that that happened. Anyway, um, I'm scrolling through my pictures, and there's 700 of me with bacon fingers that I just never. Went oh and, yeah, don't uh, do that. Don't do that. Anyway, oh, I, um, I don't care. They just shouldn't be up. So yeah, it was a great show. We're gonna go see Book of Mormon, or did you just call it Book? You call it Mormon? Mormon. I think you'd call it Mormon. Mormon. Okay, we're gonna go see Mormon in like a month or two. Great. Yeah, but I loved it. How do you not just like sob during Les Mis? Um, I don't know. I'm. I think I'm just numb to it. But I used to. I used to love Les Mis. Used to. Yeah. Like there is something um, about like men in theater. It is very attractive. Here like we go. to have a, like a talent in a voice like that. Yeah. And I'm they're fine. all good guys, right? Who? Who's a good guy? All the guys in theater. They're all great. They're all so um they're also faithful to their their wives and girlfriends and then the girlfriends will the they won't have a show girlfriend or anything. And then the real girlfriend comes out to visit and everyone knows except for her. And it's just really, it's really cool. It's awesome. Even as adults, like even in the adult world of theater. Well, yeah, of course. All right. I got a couple good pictures here. Um, oh, first yes. of all, this, this one is insane. We like sold these, um, it's at a dinner theater. So we sold these cocktails that were like made that were themed to the show. And then I had to oh. do a photo shoot with it. And like my wig was so it was like angry. Are, you're gonna show this? Yeah, here it is. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! This is called the <laughs> "I Dreamed a Dream" cocktail. Great title. You'll be dreaming of this delicious blend of three olives, strawberry vodka, pink moscato, Ooh. and lemonade. That actually that sounds okay. Oh wait, I, over I saw olives, not actual olives. No, three it. olives. Um, that sounds so okay. Okay, I this is too this. cheesy. Why did they do this? stupid and then she here's me with the, here's me with the wig <gasps> oh yeah so that's like a they're like they I went with okay we're gonna we're gonna get down to like a, a like a four guard like we're, we're gonna went down no we're gonna do the hackiest job of this as if this really happened and that's it was cut by like an old wig maker yeah that's my wig okay anyway i gotta record I, okay Go. i don't i want to um, stop talking about me and Lima's, but okay Okay, but well, you're anyway, like, it was fantastic. Loved it. Smashed that like. Um, actually, this is a perfect segue to the BAFTAs. Um, okay, I have a picture of that. Speaking of performing, uh, 
Oh, honey. I mean, okay, she looks so, amazing, but they just did her so dirty. Uh, I th I think it's there's, uh, it's turning around for her now because now it's already iconic. What we're talking about is the okay. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. The weirdest part of it is how out of breath she sounds. She well, sounds yeah, like she's she has like that around. voice warble that I had that one day. Remember when I had that voice warble and I kept doing this at the end of every sentence? Yeah. She kind of sounded like that. But she did do an interview, okay. like a radio interview or a podcast interview where somebody finally asked her about it. And she was like, yeah. And like the woman's like, I loved it. And she's like, well, I'm, that makes that makes somebody at least. And But she is at least talking about it, which I think is smart. She's got to lean into it. She needs to go on like every talk show, right? Lean into it and go along with the joke. And then Angela Bassett won a uh, what was it, NAACP award the other day, and she uh, she said, "I guess I guess I did do the thing." Oh, go okay, good. good okay, good. so she got to say it. And Great. then Emma Thompson was interviewed on the red carpet. I just saw this this morning. She did this interview, and someone just asked her, like, "What was that? What was going on there? Why?" Uh, why why was everyone so like stoic during that and jamie lee curtis starts like throwing down the f-bomb over and over and everyone needs to shut the fuck up and let this girl just be talented i was having a blast and she blamed it on the fact that like there was cameras in everyone's faces during the award ceremony and she's like i think everyone oh, was just like okay. why is there a camera in my face because they didn't know what the song was gonna be about jamie so lee it would is just like us or whatever that line was no didn't jamie lee you are all of us <laughs> It's, it's, it's bad but uh anyway she she's 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 already gone full icon so lean now was it. that was that like a um like an improv lin-manuel miranda inspired thing or so she wrote written? the rap part of it and i saw this video of her backstage doing like everyone's kind of like putting her dress on and she's just like standing there and like people are doing her makeup and she was just running the rap over and over out loud. And every time she did it, she, she would say it exactly like that. Angela Bassett did the thing. Uh, so she like planned to say it like that. I think it was okay. that along with like the weird, this weird hand motion that she did. And it was is... the breathlessness. I mean, I don't know what that's yeah. like moving around a lot and getting out of breath because I'm. Or yeah, and I don't. I don't know what it would be like when you know that you're bombing within one minute of being on stage, and you know you still have five more minutes left. Yeah. It's best. Um. Yeah. So good for her, I guess. Right. Um. I have. What do I have here? Who's? Oh, that's David Christine. Okay, I was up until three thirty a.m this morning and I knew it was going to fucking happen because I decided to click play on this fucking piece of shit and uh, I'm obsessed with it. Ew, I, I couldn't stop. What's I this could face not stop. from Shane? Blind, that busted yes. dude? And oh, no, uh, the no. guy with the mole. Uh, yeah. Bartiz. Mole oh, I hate yeah. him. Ugh. It, he, I it's mean, good though? Yeah. I, 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 it's exactly the same formula as Love in Paradise. Um, okay. Where like two people go home and the two people get brought in, but it has a like, slightly like, oh, Bachelor, the winners of Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. God, that was like, that was a, a, a little just snippet of time, wasn't it? That was just a moment. Yeah. Where but, we hated it the first two episodes and then it was. So fucking funny. But that's how these shows do it. And then they the oh. cliffhangers they leave you on. And they um they they have eight episodes out now, and then they they're releasing them like 
four episodes at a time every every week. So I only have to Ooh. wait until Tuesday to see the how it Tuesday. ends. Tuesday. Or maybe there's more Tuesday. after that. But I'm so obsessed with it. And there's a girl in there named Francesca who's kind of the um she's kind of like the main featured girl. Um she's a willin. You want a willin? Oh no. But she looks like an exact I could not stop seeing it she looks like a cross between jwow without without like fillers and stuff like oh, or with okay fillers and justine i tried to find a picture that kind of represents this girl in the middle do you see it oh my gosh totally oh my she never agree with me on this stuff and then there's fucking shane over there coked out as hell uh no. but <laughs> is her name francesca maybe her name yeah that's francesca but doesn't she, she look like justine and jwow yeah a hundred percent crazy Dude, Shane has those, what do they call those eyes? Like the Sanduku eyes, Sudoku uh, eyes or whatever. Co like cocaine eyes? The I'm... No, it's like the murderer I'm eyes. Like where you can see the whites around all oh, the yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah. Someone in the comments, okay, you have to know minutes. it. I'm calling it okay. Sudoku eyes, but it's something like that. Um, um, I, I just, just to let you know, it was, it was dried strawberries day yesterday for Howie the Crab. Oh god. She got she got dried strawberries yesterday. Not even so looking at good. this. Got a whole bunch of presents. She has merch. I think I know why I'm getting for Jody on Flag Day slash her birthday. <laughs> so I'm sending you all the crab merchandise I can, babe. Is it all? Oh my god. Yeah, it's off. Eat that thing or boil it or something. No. It's Thank you, Sampaku eyes. Look it up, Sampaku okay. eyes. Oh no, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, speaking of merch, you know who else has merch? Us? Lady Fire Three. Lady Fire 343 oh. and JoJo, Billy Joe and Fireman. It's a just a family photo of them in front of a fire truck. Oh my that's, god. It's, that's kind of that's as iconic as Angela Bassett did the thing. Listen, have you been keeping up with Simple Treasures for sale? I'm no, really worried it's too about hard Wendy. to watch. Okay. Um I, yeah, I can't so, she talks mad. There's no, a lot of smacking. Yeah, she does a lot of smacking. I know I have the same birthday as, ugh, you know who. <laughs> but my sister has the same birthday as um, as Obama, so I'd like to feel like it cancels. It. Oh, there you go, dueling. Mm -hmm. um, so what was I just saying? Uh, oh, yeah, Wendy. Her mom's in the hospital. Mom, actually. Mom is in oh, the she hospital. Called, she's one of those. She's one of those. Not my mom, my dad. Mom. Sorry about that. Mom's in ICU. But... Uh, the blind guy is coming to stay with her. And the blind okay. guy's helper. She said they're like a little family now. Well, he's and she's he's been after going to Planet Fitness. She's doing keeping up with her lasering and everything. Oh good. I know. Oh, my I'm courier is about to arrive, but I'll I'll see them coming down then. Oh down the bend. Uh, your courier bougie. Who's the yeah. bougie? Wow. It's cost me like $30 to order this. Uh, Didi says, um, watching Perfect Match, all I could think was I need to hear what Jody and Amanda think. Will they hate what I hate the most? I like fucking love. Honestly, Jody, like, watch it. But I mean, I couldn't but it's stop Nicola watching Shea minus oh, Vanessa. And he's great. He's like, he looks alive. Like, light is I hitting his eyes. <laughs> like, a smile hits his face, actually. He's I doing don't like awesome to be that job. person that's like, oh, their wife's annoying and whatever. But God, she is so bad at being a host. Yeah. Who There's is letting a, her do oh, this? Oh, she's awful. She's condescending as shit. But 
this guy, um, oh, Joey from the circle, that like the Italian guy for he was from like New Jersey or something. He won the circle, the, the one that okay. we watched. Anyway, I mean he's dating this obnoxious <laughs> girl from Love is not Love is Blind. The one that we watched where like they had those masks on, those animal masks. <gasps> And her name is Carousel. Blind. Uh, blind. Blind. No, it's, it's whatever. Okay, sexy beast. Sexy beast. Sexy beast. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and they're together, and they she is unhinged. They do like this thing where they kiss. They have to kiss every person blindfolded and then rate it. And like one I of don't the guys, like that. Yeah, I don't like it either. No. But one of the guys rated her a one. And then there's this talking <gasps> head of her, and she's like about to lose her mind. She's like, he's a fucking sociopath. He needs to be like, he needs to have medical help. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's nuts. And then her and Joey are like the exact same amount of nuts. And somehow they're becoming charming to me. It's like Stockholm syndrome. I mean, I think I would probably feel that way too if some man said that. Can you imagine? calling you a one yeah but then he That's says later well i won't even give away any any spoilers yeah uh yeah joey and carousel they're they're awful but like i think they kind of work because they're both the same level of obnoxious it they're annoying okay. and you know that they're the kind of couple that has gets into these raging fights where they're like throwing plates at each other every night and then they have like the world's best sex okay i think my purse oh no they're, wow. not, they're not even close to being here okay so, oh wait, hold on. We, we got it. We have a random cat asking I us don't, a question. You can. can you uh, a a couple people have guessed it. Like just, but message us personally. Okay, this Facebook. is the question. Can you give us a hint on y'all's TikTok couple? Y'all were talking about on the Buffy episode, interable couple. I think just say interable couple near your phone, and TikTok will take you. And there. we're just kind of skeptical of it. We're just we're like, not eh. being mean. We're skeptical of her. That's it. That's yeah. all we're saying. Yeah, so you guys can figure it out and message us. It's mm -hmm, just, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. Whoa, hold on a second. Megan says her birthday is hi. Obama's August 4th and her sister's is June 14th. You know what's all, you know what else is really weird? Okay, so that's me and my sister. My best friend from high school, we share a birthday the 14th and oh, her okay. sister's birthday is August 4th. How weird is that? People were getting it on nine months before each of those dates. All right, I'm going. I'll be back I in one know, minute. I know. Oh, oh, she's going. Um, this actually, okay, so think about these uh, love matching shows. There was one on, oh my gosh, this had to be 2008 maybe. And it was couple, it was like in a mansion and there was like a girl side, guy side maybe. And oh wait, wait, dating in the dark. It just came to me dating in the dark and they would have dates, but it would be a pitch black room and they could go in and they could pick who they wanted to go on the date with really like love is blind, except in a dark room. So they could actually like touch each other and feel. And of course they're going to do that because like then the men could be like, Ooh, she's fat. Cause you know, that's a bullshit rule um that was a fascinating show and then at the end they meet each other oh good okay noelle remembers this it was actually a really good show because then like we're seeing them in like the night vision cam and they're like kissing and stuff and i feel like there was like a really dorky weird looking guy and then it was like oh she's not gonna be happy oh god i i love shows like that i miss that and there was a show i keep bringing this up and it was on Okay, I'm going to say this was 2008. This was before I was 
pregnant and had Paige. I remember I had pneumonia and it was called um, Meet the Newlyweds, I believe. And they had newlywed couples and then they had couples <sighs> of all different ages. Hey. Um, what did I miss? Have dates, someone just said. <laughs> Have dates. You should sing your Angela Bassett. I was talking about this show. Um, there was one dating in the dark where it's basically love is blind, but they were in the same room in a pitch black room and they could like yeah. touch each other. Um, but then there was another show, Meet the Newlyweds, where it was couples, where it was like newlyweds to they've been married five years. So people have been married 15, 20 years and they would do like little competitions. It sounds so stupid, but somehow it was like a really. You get know, hooked on the show. Yeah, and then there great. was a show called The Ultimatum. And I was like, oh, yeah, me and Jody didn't watch that. And then I looked it up and I'm like, no, I think we no, did. We, we did watch that. I don't remember anyone from it. This is how shortly yeah, this stays in our Yeah, head. there was that one chick and then she got pregnant the right cowboy, after. Yeah, with the cowboy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we definitely watched proposed. it. Yeah. I like, mean, it's all a blur. It really is. I mean, I remember Shane. Because how could anyone forget well, Shane? Yeah. Shame. Also, what I would really love is if there is a, a way to get access to all of the OG real worlds. I mean, I know they oh, yeah. in New York, but I want season two LA. It wasn't not funny. I want Rachel and Pedro and Puck scooping out peanut butter with his fingers. I want season four London which no one, it was like the worst season they ever had. Um, huh. Season five was, was that Hawaii or was that Miami? Miami. It wasn't yours to touch, you stupid bitch. With Dan and Melissa. And she called him the F word. Oh, I've seen clips of all of these things. I, I think I made us watch it for you. TRP. Oh, yeah. And Floor got stuck in the window. Like, let's go back. I Let's. I could binge the shit out of those seasons. Seattle, when David threw Irene's stuffed animal, and he's like, ha, 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 and he threw it in. Then he walked up and he smacked her in the face. Remember that? That's a good memory. Um, How how do you forget this stuff? Okay. What What? else? Hold on. Mandy just says she worked with the guy. I worked I trained a girl from from the Miami season, I think. Who? What? To work in my restaurant. Who? And then she didn't take the job. Sarah, I don't know. She was like a girl. Laura, she was. Melissa. I don't know if it was Miami though. It was. Okay. Ugh, God, I don't know. It was like 2007 <sighs> or something. But she, uh, she. There was a competition where they all had to hold their arms out as long as possible, and she won. She's like a dancer, but she was never. Was that Road Rules? Maybe. No, it was hundred. I never watched Road Rules, but anyway, she didn't okay. take the job. But then I spent the whole shift being like, like pretending like I didn't know who she was, and then finally at the end, I was like, I know exactly who you are, and I say every, every episode. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> be able she to didn't hold take the back. Job after that. Okay, I'm gonna need to know who you worked with from the London season. Wasn't the guy who got his tongue bitten out? He was like a heavy Ugh. metal dude. La- not Lars. Lars was another dude, and he like went to go like kiss some dude during a performance just because he's like edgy, and the guy bit his tongue out and he he had to like go have it like surgically sewed back on oh the good old days right yeah uh i have a couple (gasps) other gene coming in with the sister wives necklace and you were almost on that was with ruthie and remember colin and amaya and amaya yes i do remember that (gasps) you know that i know i when i did one of the, the music man's one of our marion's name was colleen amaya Whoa. Weird. Andre. 
Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to like get myself into a, uh, a real world hold, 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 hold. Ooh, I have a quick announcement. Um, Squirrel Fun Cocktail Hour is coming back, baby. Because RuPaul's Drag Race is come, uh, coming back for All Stars, I don't know, 27. So uh, I bullied Nick into agreeing to do that. So that's <gasps> Yeah, they are oh, on Paramount Plus. I thought so. All of them? I think so. I think from season one. Okay, well, I'm going to have to sign back up for that. Um, okay, uh, should we, do you want um, a couple questions? Oh, I have a couple, I have like party? two other things. Oh. Okay. Okay, well, uh, really, uh, I was going to talk about Madeline McCann thing, but that kind of, oh my God, it's Kevin Bacon. We got another <laughs> 420 episode too coming I up. I love it, yeah. Yeah, that's from our, our first 420 episode. Uh, I was going to yeah. talk about Madeline McCann, but that thing kind of just like bombed, so. I think it's like, there's no way that's her. Well, the eye thing kind of made me think it, but um, are you following this uh, bad Cinderella shit? No, I, no. That's not coming up on your TikToks? It it has, but I don't understand what it is. What's the thing? It's just, uh, it's like Angela Bassett doing the thing. (laughs) Andrew Lloyd Webber didn't do the thing, but he did a version of Cinderella called Bad Cinderella. And the one in London was apparently way better. And then he like got rid of all of them. And then it was was this whole controversy because Andrew Lloyd Webber is a piece of shit. Patty Lapone hates him. But there's this clip of the new girl like in New York singing this little clip of Bad Cinderella where it's like, I am Bad Cinderella. Um, And it's been in my head for weeks now like i mm. love it like i love that little section of it and uh people are like he stole it from the original rogers and hammerstein cinderella and which he didn't he's doing ov- an obvious homage to in my it's own called bad cinderella in my- <laughs> god anyway i'm kind of obsessed with that also really quickly something came up on my tiktok of like a scene from roots uh like the miniseries from the 70s careful uh, well and i i watched like this 10 minute clip of just one episode and then it turns out that like the two girls in it were uh the young girl was uh was a uh, leslie uggams who's the june is busting out all over lady yeah um and it's amazing so then i spent like two hours just watching every clip of roots and now i've seen roots via tiktok via because it's just like part one part two part three and that which and then that I'm fully on black TikTok now. And I got to tell you, it's way more fun over there. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I'm just getting bad Cinderella clips over here. And Angela Bassett did the thing over and over. So uh, I'm just fully on it. And um, I just got to say, get your algorithm more more over there. Yeah. Also, get your algorithm to prison TikTok. Like the, Ah. the guys filming themselves in prison. I mean... A lot of those guys can get it. Can I just say? Also, um, cartel TikTok, like where they're like digging tunnels, and they're like blasting music. They're not hiding it. It's amazing. Um, yeah, Roots. I, I think we watched Roots in high school. It was traumatic. That that's a hard watch. I never see. I bet so many famous people in it that are like younger. Like oh, I yeah. just really like Ben Vereen is in it. Um, Lavar, Lavar, what's his name? Lamar Odom. No. no. Um, man, Amanda says, where is Drag Race? Can I just jump into any season? Mm. If you're going to do any season, watch All Stars 2, bebe. Uh, but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can jump in. But the seasons two through 
eights are the good ones. Anyway, mm. um, prison TikTok, a uh, couple Grey's Anatomy finale was apparently disappointing. I just wanted to point that out. Never watched an episode of that show. Oh, like series finale? It's still on. Oh, it wasn't the finale. Meredith is Meredith's last episode, and people are pissed. God. I'm like, this that show is still, still on. on. And yeah, and she just left. It's been on since 2004, I think. Jesus. I told um, you, I had a friend. Um, this is like one of those sort of whatever, but like I had a friend where city I used to live in and her best friend um, was like a PA or something on the show for years and years. And what show? she was saying even uh, Grey's Anatomy, even oh, yeah, before okay, Patrick Dempsey quit, that it mm-hmm. is for years, like since the beginning of the show, um, what's her name in real life? Meredith. Um, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Meredith okay. and Mick Dreamy. Um, uh, they Ellen yeah, Pompeo. They, they hated each other. They could not be on the same, like oh. they would just get on the on the stage or set for filming, and then they would be like their trailers were on opposite sides. They hated each other. Oh, just Could've it's like Walter Matthau and Barbara Streisand on the set of Hello Dolly Amanda. Oh. Okay. Which I think is a perfect movie as well. I mean, steamy. That's some hot gossip. <laughs> that, that couple. Yeah. I look, let's get on Walter Matthau TikTok, shall we? He, curmudgeonly Walter Matthau didn't like Barbara Streisand and he had a problem with her? Weird. Hmm. Seemed like he just I really mean, got men along are usually pretty Especially men of that generation. Well, I'm sure Barbara's also really talent. easy. I'm sure Barbara's really easy for, for staunch men to put up with because she's, you know, a strong woman. She's also a bitch because my she favorite episodes. Her, her white, her white microphone, the Oprah Very interview. Amazing. She mm, painted my microphone. My, my favorite <laughs> ice cream is vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. Of course, not vanilla, vanilla bean, not just vanilla. Well, yeah, you yeah. gotta have those etches. But she uh, on the set of Hello Dolly, apparently she wouldn't. Michael Crawford, who is the original Phantom, he was Cornelius Hackle. He's the other one. No, he's Cornelius Hackle. And uh, Barbara Streisand wouldn't be on the set whenever his voice was playing because she hated his voice so much. And she openly just said that. She's like, oh, okay, well, call me when when I don't have to hear him singing. Then he became the phantom of the opera. Ah. He's kind of weird in the movie, though. Uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah, fresh off the presses. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen, this is interesting for anyone who likes Broadway. I, I like that. Uh, I lastly, enjoy it. I like to promote TikTok accounts. There's one called Juicy Body Goddess. And it's this woman who owns this like plus size store. And she like gets these <gasps> girls to come I've in. Seen and she's, this. Like, she's like, baby, you look so good. Oh, you look delicious. And she, it's just like them. I'm like, I want to go to her. She like she compliments everyone... her fupas and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And and, and she, all the, the dresses are gorgeous. They have like pockets and the girls, you can yeah. just see them like they feel pretty for like maybe the first time in their fucking life. So check out Juicy yes. Body Goddess. Yeah, body yaddy 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 yaddy. Uh, I re-listened to our first sister wives episode, uh, the one on t- uh, the polygamous. Uh, I don't know wedding. why you do that, babe. I don't, I don't know why either. But I was pretty right on. It'll be like watching a Mary. blind date. Oh, I, I remember. Yeah, no, were... I, I I was like, huh, I, okay, I I read the room pretty well, other than the Mary stuff. And then lastly, before we do party questions, um, I just want to point out that we put out our episode. Sunday night, like we did this, and then we recorded Sunday night, odd wife out, right? And at one yeah. point, Janelle is holding 
um, a red purse because they're going bed shopping and she has a purple yeah. top on. And me and Jody went into this whole thing about the Red Hat Society. Haven't thought about them in 20 years. Haven't said the word Red Hat Society in probably 20 years. I've never heard anyone talking about them. But like, So we went into a whole thing about it. Ace and Caitlin put out their episode the next day of a couple episodes earlier from us and they mentioned the Red Hat Society. And I'm like, there's something going on here. They had to have listened like, no, to that. There's no way. No, because they, they recorded their episode. Them, but like, how do we both pick up on that? They recorded their episode, I think, before we even recorded ours. And on that same episode, they talked about the little person, Gene. Okay. I Okay. No, like, I'm not. I, I cannot let this. I came. I was the OG little person, Gene. Ask anyone I, I went to high school with. I've had the gift since 94. I, but I can I guarantee you they don't. They do not listen to us. So I don't know. That's like, um, I, I was like, this okay, is spooky. Guys, in the comments, you heard it from me first. I started. No one's, no one's saying that you didn't. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. No. Um. No. That I think it's really just we all picked up on the red hat because Janelle is the only person who but is they so mentioned bold. it for a totally different reason. They were there. I think they were talking oh. about Mona Reiki and they were like, her energy is like that of like a red hat lady. I was oh, like, cause you- we saw Janelle, she was wearing her, a Janelle purple button up and the red purse. Yep. And so we, we said it like, for two oh, completely God. different reasons. Like that is spooky. Wow. I messaged yeah. Ace about it and he was like, what the fuck? Okay. Well, like we are both, we are both like, this is fucking, this because we do that a lot. We'll say the exact same thing, but we both Galurnt? recorded like at this. Galurnt gate? Galurnt that? That happened like the same day. <laughs> but I mean, Galurnt is a, I mean, she is a force. She's a I mean, how can you, how can you, not how go can down you do a, a recap? Right. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, well, that, that's all I have for like news. Also, I watched Gone Girl and I watched Monster and they were good. Monster is that with Charlie Theron uh, with uh, Eileen Warnos? I look exactly. I okay. You can't deny it. I know you're like, oh, Jody, you don't have a horse face. Number one, we all know I have a horse face. Okay, um, but also I without makeup, just like imagine me without this. I absolutely look like Eileen Warnos. She has a round face, though. I look more like her than you do. If my teeth are jacked up, I look exactly no, like her. No, babe, no. Got those big eyes too. She's got those eyes, the, the yeah. eyes that uh, Shane has. Yeah, but I mean, like, I have the map of Alien Warnos all over my all right, face. Now, here's my question Does Christina Ricci have a little bit of an LP gene? Um, or, or is she just a bobble? I would say she's like a cousin carrier. Okay. Yeah. But not direct line. Okay. I see where you're going because of the skull um, structure. Yeah. But there's more to it. Um, it's about like the the depth of the skull and everything too. So Mona Reiki Mona in the Reiki chat. Mona Reiki in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, we love a Reiki fest. Um, okay, so party questions. Okay. I got them oh, wait. Oh, this is oh, a good point. Sorry. Amanda, Amanda. Uh, just said, just means we need more crossover episodes. I don't think Ace and Caitlin really want to do crossover episodes. That's why I was so shocked when they agreed to do our extravaganza. But we do have a crossover coming up. It'll be out next Wednesday on the 8th with uh, Corey and Carly. And we're doing uh, a little sister is born. <laughs> Cody's like, whoa, God. Oh, I've never, never so seen that before. Awesome. If that had been Christine or Janelle that, that burst their water in his face oh, he was like 
Oh, like princess. Oh, he's oh, no. disgusting. Although he would still think the nachos were more disgusting. Gwen, she, uh, Gwen talked about that in her last um, her last YouTube. If you're gonna watch any Gwen YouTube, it was the knife in the kidney episode, and she is she hates him now. She just calls she I refers to she, him as Cody. I heard that she edited out um, the part the where she part said where that she said Cody left marks was on abusive. Her. Yep, which yeah. I'm not surprised. But uh, she also said, like at one point, he was talking about how something, and then. And then she said, yeah, he said something about how Christine was such a, a ray of sunshine in the family. And then Gwen's like, yeah. And then he calls her a pig in his fucking book. It's like, thank, yeah. thank you. So you all do talk about the nachos. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Pomegranatini's back. Hey, Pomegranatini. Oh, I love it. Um, And yes, I've been like in a Murdoch, uh, just fog. I'm so into it. You're not as into it as right I am, but- yeah, I don't know. It just never caught on. <sighs> he testified. He testified. He's not going to be he's clearing got those on the charges. He's not going to be clearing on the charges. People are thinking that he's gonna. There's no way. He's not going to be cleared. There's no way. I mean, we'll see. Well, no matter what, he admitted to scamming these people out of their money. So okay. even so if it's like that. a hung jury or whatever, he's still going to get prison time for stealing millions of dollars so whatever um, um so what's the going son the young what does the young son do his name is buster like or baxter Paul. or something oh yeah buster buster Buster's did he do something the older one. guilty of something yeah no paul was uh, the older allegedly one no buster's the oh, older okay. one buster's kind of busted uh-huh. he's the one that looks exactly yeah. like the dad buster before Paul had the boat accident where he killed, uh, was it Meredith Beach? No, that was Paul. Mallory. Right. Paul did that. Oh, yeah. Before okay. that even happened, Buster allegedly maybe had okay. um, a tryst or some sort of a relationship with, uh, I don't know if they were non-binary or, or if he was just gay, but oh, there was yes. a, okay. a young man. Uh, One found was, in the road. Yeah. And allegedly a lot of people are saying that it was Buster and that they had something maybe going on and nothing really happened. Isn't that weird? Um, And then after shortly after that, Buster got busted for cheating in law school and flunked out. And then, right. And then Paul had, you know, whatever. So, I mean, this family. And then he, uh, then, 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 uh, didn't like a nanny like almost die or died? Mm. Yeah, their crazy housekeeper of like off. twenty years. Yeah, who was also their nanny? You know, like live in, raise the kids, or whatever. She, they had dogs that they had had for years and years, uh-huh. and out of nowhere, a dog came out of nowhere, and she fell on the stairs. And busted her skull in. And if you listen to that 911 call, it is sickening how not alarmed and frantic the calls are. And then Paul. And and he changes his clothes, I think, too, right? Well, that was when uh, Alex murdered his wife and son. Oh, right. But the housekeeper who had two sons with like developmental disabilities and they're super poor and they're like still in debt paying her bills. Um, but when the wife, when Maggie called about the housekeeper falling down and she's unconscious, 
She doesn't seem that concerned. And also she says like, oh, it's my housekeeper. Like, would you be like, this is my, it's my housekeeper, but she's my friend, like family, right? Well, After, Mary, like, Mary Cosby wouldn't say that. Mary Cosby considers True. her aunt. To well, be, listen, I don't know about anything about her. Paul gets on the phone and the lady's like, okay, okay. Can you like, tell me your address? Tell me your phone number. And he's like, ma'am, I don't know why that's relevant to this. Da, 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 da. Like she's not. You don't except his if, his if voice is much frantic. his voice he has a cold Deborah voice. He's like, hello, yeah. hello, my wife's yeah. dead. Uh okay. So that, that family's got a streak of evil in them. So anyway, um right, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But Buster we, we'll knows. we can talk Buster more about it up. next week. People it yeah. looks like people are happy that we're talking about it. I didn't think anyone cared as much as you did, but maybe we can. We'll see how everything goes this week, and then yeah. I'll actually maybe go rewatch them after I finish. Court TV Perfect on YouTube. Match. They just like stream it, so go Court TV. That's how I'm. All right, all right, seeing all right. coverage. My mom loved it. Oh, she said, "Tell Jody to watch the Netflix one that just came out, Amanda." I did watch that one. That's oh, what I was telling okay. you to watch. Um, but don't. I didn't like that. Uh, that dog millionaire or whatever. I, oh, I Gunther's million. That. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah, click, I play on it yet. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Um party questions, right? Yes, party questions. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, these are just like whatever. Okay. Let's and I'll pull up say... uh, Cody's Instagram really quick too. Oh yeah, get those ready. Um this is just off the wall. If you had to hide a giraffe from the government, where would you put it and why? Oh, if I was gonna hide a giraffe. It's just random. Yeah. You have to hide it. Where are you going to hide it and why? I mean, Carling has a job at the zoo, so I guess I could get her to get me in with the Calgary Zoo. Hide it at the zoo inside. Okay. Yeah. I didn't plain okay. sight. Oh, no. What are the uh, options there? No, I think that really is it. I think it has to hide in plain sight. I would say somewhere near Havre. 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 Dunder Mifflin is a part of Havre. Or uh, <laughs> if there was a production of The Lion King being done somewhere, you could, because like, I'm trying to think of tall buildings and like a theater usually has, uh, is really yeah. tall because of all the flies. So you could have the giraffe Wait, be a what? part of a production of The Lion flies. King. The fly rails. You got, because sometimes you got to, you got to fly. Oh, I was thinking like buzz buzz, like. Flies. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Some of them are like um, really, really high. Okay. Danielle well, Marie said, Auntie Deb, Auntie Debbie will handle this. She's got it. She's got it. Like, Debbie, I got a giraffe I need to get hidden. She's like, don't even, don't even mention it. I'll be over in a gym. Yeah. She's been waiting for Mom, this day. Mama Squirrel says in Robin's hoarded house. Yeah. You I wouldn't notice yeah. it because I'm I'm staring at like the watermelons and the unopened crock pots. Exactly. Um, okay. What's one thing you've changed your mind about over the last year and why? Hmm. One thing changed your mind about, yeah. Uh, I know what yours is. Yeah, <laughs> trusting people. Oh, I was gonna um, say wanting to date again. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm all, I'm all just you know. I did some investigations. Jumbled like up in there. I actually, you know what? Jody has a boyfriend. Uh, no, no. <laughs> right. Things are happening. Oh my 
God, no. She's joking. She's completely joking. Actually, I'm going to say I've changed my mind. I'm very impressed in your ability to do a little Googs, a little Google. uh, Also, I won't even say what form of social media this is, but we share all of our social media accounts. And I was like looking at something about this person and I was like, why has this already been watched? And then I was like, oh, because we share an account and Jody already did like her own investigation before I found this. It really like everything a... I okay. It would okay. say like recently I mean, it would say like I mean. recently viewed. Okay, well, oh, yeah, it wasn't really? that hard. Okay. Yeah. I think, so I know I, think I can it... watch whatever whatever you've looked at. I think it was like a 48-hour virus. I think it's like we're done. You're, I think you just need to get you need to have a little nope. slut phase, I think. Just go oh, and get God, it. That sounds terrible. That sounds like young awful. guys, like like 26 years old. Ew. The one I impressed the you. days. No, 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 no. I don't like that. Um, yeah, no, I, I would say just like, um, yeah, I like, honestly, your ability to do some Google stalking. I didn't know you had it in you. Well, I'm nothing else to do. I guess mine would be the feeling, the uh, feeling the need to have like an outside job. Okay. That might be one. Uh, oh, I stopped drinking. So if I really haven't changed my opinion on it, I wish I could. Yeah. It's like my... It's like, okay, well, it's like my biggest like, sadness. I got, I got really deep there. Should we just do one more fun one? We'll do, we'll do one more fun one. Yeah. Okay. This is a great one. Where have you traveled to that you would not want to go back to? That's a good one. Italy. Italy. Really? Yeah. It was like the worst experience ever. <gasps> Tell me. I went on a I tour with, I went on a tour with the show that I did and we all had a terrible time. It was awful. The whole experience was terrible. I could do like a whole Patreon episode on it. Food was bad. Uh, it was Whoa. just, it was awful. We got, we all got so sick. When we got back home, we all went to um, Jack in the Crack for, because uh, we just missed American food so much. Okay. Food over there was a little too healthy. Also, all the gigs we did was just terrible. Italian people, like when this, when a show starts, it's kind of just a suggestion. And it's like an open house almost where people just wander in. We did a show at this church in Florence that um, with no heat, this is middle of winter. And I, I've never, and you know, I, I run hot, but I've never been so uncomfortably cold. Like you could see our breaths just like, I mean, but people were, people loved it because it was, it was a show about Leonardo da Vinci it's called Katarina's son. Oh, I was Katarina. Fun. Yeah, I was the mom. It was terrible. One of the worst. Hilarious show. But uh, yeah, it was awful. The plane ride sucked. Uh, I got in a fight with someone on the way home. I screamed at her in the middle of the uh, of the what's it called? We were going through customs. I think I've told this story, haven't I? Maybe I just told this on Squirrel Friend. No, I gotta hear okay. this. We were we had done 10 days in Italy and we were all fucking over it. We just wanted to get the fuck home. And there was this That's girl. So disappointing. I want to go. It was beautiful. I saw Michelangelo's David and it was like the best thing I've ever. I was like, wow. I was like actually impressed by art. But so we're all over it. We just want to get the fuck home to our own beds. And um we're going through customs and like there was a few Canadians that had to go through like a separate line. So like okay. a, the few of us went through the line and then everyone's standing like we have to like get our bags and transfer them and i think we're in new york at this point and we have like five minutes to catch our flight so the whole way from italy to new york and then we have to go back to arizona 
everyone's stressed out because we're running late. And if we, if we miss this, we're going to have to spend the night in New York, like in the airport. And this girl just wouldn't shut the fuck up. She's like, we're going to miss our flight. I mean, we're, we're just working. I guess we're all staying in New York. She was just one of those very toxic energy like, girls. And so we, and everyone's annoyed with her at this point. She had been awful the whole trip and we get through customs and I get through. And then another girl goes through and then we're standing there at the baggage claim, trying to get about to get our bags. And this grumpy ass chick walks in and she starts yelling at the one of the other Canadian girls for not waiting for her and like and this girl the the nice girl just like looked at me like just so like exhausted and she's like I can't this girl's just screaming at her and I just turned around and I was like you know what name of person nobody wants to hear you talking anymore so if you could shut the fuck up for the rest of this trip everyone would be happy and she was like because I don't do that and then my best friend jenny started a slow clap and it was <gasps> oh my god that's pretty amazing. epic <laughs> that's was, amazing. i mean it was it was it's like lore pretty much like everyone was like whoa like yeah so oh that was a god. fun trip <laughs> so i would never go I, I always said i would never go okay. overseas again because the flight sucked really it's, it's just the been. flying part that you don't like Okay. Just sitting there, and I had watched Love Actually seventeen times. That's all they had to play. I like that movie at Christmas time. It's my favorite. It's so okay. cheesy, but I love it. Um, <laughs> I don't. I've been like thinking. I haven't gone. I've never been to Europe. I would like to go. Um, I would say I'm gonna say Costa Rica. It's beautiful. Okay. There's nice beaches, but there's just like a lot of um, emotional baggage and. Oh yeah. yeah, that like yeah. I, I wouldn't mind my fist meeting up with, um, uh-huh. and I have like a lot of trauma. My sister had me go visit her one time. We were staying at some beach resort place. Re- resort. Um, I was terrified, and I there were like bugs and things, and I slept under a sheet with this much of my face because I was afraid like germs and things were going to touch me and I hated it and my sister turned off the AC Amanda <gasps> okay because well, she, she, she didn't want the baby to get too cold and I was your baby's it, fine it was it was awful it was terrible there was like bats in a bush and I like walked by and they were like <laughs> it, it's just like too much huh, I can't nature. do it I'm, I'm too traumatized and also same trip where I flew back, saw that plane crash in Miami. Oh, yeah, that's a little traumatic. I might not go back to New yeah. York actually, because I have so much trauma from New York. Like I would, I don't think I want to even yeah. be state as them. I've Him. only been, I mean, once like for flights, but I've only been. Um, I went to go see Dave Matthews play with Tim Reynolds at Radio City Music Hall, and it was just like city and was stinky and. Yeah, expensive and I don't know, but I would I, like to go really to Ellis traveler. Island. Okay, it's like really touristy. <laughs> okay, if you want. Uh, right. D Matina okay. says now you can download what you want to watch later on the plane. Yeah, but this was like two thousand tall, I think. Oh, okay. So I would love um, anyone who's gone to any national parks send me a message or send us a message or something like that because. I want to do a little national park thing, but I don't know if I have this like idealized thing in my mind where it's going to be like, 
wow, look at this and amazing. Or like, do you have to be like very naturey? I have lots of the North Face and Patagonia gear. Like, do you have to be like one of those if came, people? If you came to Canada, we could just go to Banff National Park. I'm not going up the gondola though, babe. Um, oh, well, no. Does that involve skiing? Because that's not happening, babe. No, but it's like it involves like going up in a gondola. I cried the whole time. So, oh, just okay. by, by the way, Justine is coming to Calgary in a couple months. Who? Justine, our friend Justine. Oh, one of you, our best you friends. like it like glitched out for oh, a it second. Glitched, yeah. yeah, so me um, and her and Carly oh, are going to go to the Calgary Zoo. Uh, let's get out Instagram here. Oh, yes. Um, okay, first Bryce of all, Canyon, I see that everyone's saying, got it. Uh, Janelle has posted a story about um, this is amazing. If you just go to Janelle's story, She's posted a video. Oh my God. This is amazing. She goes, best thing I've invested in all year. No, I don't have to worry about ice or walking the dogs. It's a boot. And she has like chain, a chain around it with spikes on the bottom, like right, golf shoes, on. but with like a, with, with like a, she's fence. almost at a million followers. I know. Janelle. When you leave Cody, you got more followers. Just go to her second Instagram story of today. Cause it's amazing. Is there sound okay. on it? I'm oh, she's talking. The sheer athleticism. I don't use them very often, but when I need them, the ice cleats are the best thing. Thanks, Janelle. <laughs> it's probably not even a sponsored ad. She I just mean, wanted us to know where the ice cleats. <laughs> she wants to live in that. Uh, live in that teepee. I mean, oh, why are all these? I don't like Instagram. How everything is like a video now. It really throws me off. I don't like it. I know. I really don't like it. I mean, this is like a classic Janelle post right here. Oh, yeah. No, I actually pulled I pulled right. one here. Um, I pulled just a picture of her. This is it from one of her promos, but it, it, it's like it's like 20 seconds of her sh pretending to shiver. <laughs> less than a month. She looks great. Janelle is so yeah, pretty. She, does. she is gorgeous. Oh, gosh. Okay. Thank you guys for all these national park suggestions. I'm seeing them. Um, I'm going to jot these down when we're done. Um, okay. Everyone's talking trash so, on, and on New York and keep doing it. <laughs> Are you going to go to Cody or Robin? Um, I'll, I'll do Cody. I'm, I'm at Cody. Okay. I'm going to go to Robin Brown's nest. Okay. I'm at Cody right now. And I'm just on his one where it says, hey, everybody, I'm on Cameo two days ago. Are you freaking serious? <gasps> Better lay off that crack pipe if you think people are actually going to pay real money to hear anything you have to say out of that rotten, ignorant mouth of yours. Uh, next person says, we feel sorry and pity for all of your kids. Society collectively despises your existence. Next one just says, get a job, period. I like when people use punctu punctuation. <laughs> um, Robbie Green we see you. First comment under Robbins is Amanda and Jody. They Lots did that hours. last time, I think. Too. <laughs> okay. Um, then someone says, I meant that. I'm sorry I didn't know you sooner. Heart, forgive me for knowing you late. Heart. Okay, that's got to be like some sort of scam. <gasps> There's a person okay. on Robbins that I read the other day of on some post that is just that was just defending her over. <gasps> no, that wasn't what it is. I'll tell you what it was in a second because I have a picture of it. But keep going. Okay, you fucking suck. Is <laughs> one of them. Spelled I like that. It's to the point. All right. Cody is an ass. He should never choose this life of polygamy at all. And never 
should you have now he has all these kids and no one like him, not even some of his kids, because they can see what an ass he is. Everyone comes to their senses and left you. But if I was them other wives, I would get him for child support and then he will be screwed forever. Like, is this one of those? That is so this, a level of this anger. Is one, this no is an unhinged person that watching it for the first time. <laughs> You can always tell who just watched it and like isn't really into the lore yet and doesn't realize that everyone discovered all of these emotions years ago. Right. Um, I have, I have, um, oh, this is good. This is on, um, this one's for the fans. Get 25% off my cameos now. This is from August 25th, 2021. And we got one from 13 hours ago saying, no, thanks. Hashtag narcissist. Next one is just a whole bunch of puking emojis. Uh, then we got, uh, do you have any Cody Brown bobblehead dolls I could buy? I'd like one to smack at. And then hard pass. Although I do find it funny that the only people that purchase a cameo made by you is to make fun of you. I appreciate the sacrifices they are making to hate you. I like that they called him out on that because I really wonder if he realizes that. I like this one. Auntie Anne Cinnabon and Flagstaff is hiring. That's I love all. That one. I saw that. I saw that the other day, and I was like, "Love it." These people really hate them. And like, I mean, that one from 2019, four years ago. Yep. And people are still never heard these words on this show because it's something about like God loving people. Yeah. Um, she's saying, "I love God with all my heart." This is Robin. You know, it's so amazing. He's aware of you. Ultimate love. Says someone who is divorced and remarried to a manipulative, unloving man. Bible calls you and him an adulteress. In God's eyes, his real wife is Mary, and your husband is your first husband you married. Just saying. Well, well, luckily for Cody and Robin, right. they're 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 pretty um they're pretty unfazed by this. Apparently, somehow I would be I would be living in my basement. And never leaving my house for the rest of my life. If I got even five of those comments, the, oh, those, we the, we get eleven thousand. Oh yeah, and we are well, I don't instantly read back into okay. like, well, I know, but before no. we'd be like, okay, right. let's take out the notebook of daddy issues. And just oh, oh yes. Yeah. Um, but Cody um, and Robin were recently spotted at Caesar's Palace with an unknown female, Jody. I saw that. It's got to be like a sister, a cousin. I think everyone's saying that it's Tara Lynn, T-A-R-A-L-Y-N or something like that. That's her sister. She's wearing a little bit of a crop top here, Jodie. Okay. And they're walking around. Robin has just a huge smile on her face, right? Nope. She's holding her jacket in front of her with a full beaker on. And I guess they're heading into the Adele concert or they're at least passing by a sign that says Adele and then in the I read all the comments here because I joined this Love Las Vegas group so that I could like look at everything and this was from like a couple like yesterday so this is like recent and well it's not their nanny because I did see people say that and obviously the nanny would be home with the kids (laughs) so honestly the the tender Mm -hmm. age kids which which do include Dayton or Brianna they're all tender obviously (sighs) Yeah. They're all sweet 16. They're all sweet 25 and never been kissed or touched by anyone <laughs> other than Cody kissing them on the lips. But like there was a comment that was like, oh, well, obviously they're not hurting for money if they're going to an Adele concert. And it's like, <laughs> Cody had a $72,000 sports car in yeah. season one. They're, they they're, know how to spend money they don't have. They're not obviously. living in Clover over here. Like the amount of debt. God, if I could get my hands on just their statements. 
Terra Lise. Yeah. So yeah, they're spotted at Caesar's Palace. I just hate seeing that they're like still doing stuff. I just he want, looks I want crazy though. Yeah. Like if he were not on the show and you would walk by him, you'd be like, oh god, that guy's hair. Like I would get a bad vibe from him. And I would just get I would get a depressed vibe from Robin. I'd be like, that's an abused wave. I was just gonna say he has an energy. He absolutely has an energy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, yeah, Starved Rock is is not far from me, Danielle Marie. Um, it is very pretty. There's also a um might be on HBO, the Starved Rock Murders from a long time ago. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is beautiful. Beautiful country. Um, are we ready to get into our, our book? I'm we sure are. My, Let me go ahead and put up our background here. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, I'm not I'm not changing today. I'll but you know, next next week is Janelle. Yeah, I do so. have my banana shirt from before, but can I just keep on smiling? No, yeah, keep for on this the fidelis because we got we got bananas here in our back okay, here good. for Mary. All right, keeping everything nice and yellow. All right, so this I looked on. ahead a little bit, and Cody doesn't interject somehow. I bet he was he was like, but I want I want have an opinion about what she said in that chapter. But now for the next four chapters, it's just each woman talking. I think that's how it. That's how it seems to continue mm -hmm. until until like the epilogue, which of course is celebrity. I'm surprised Cody doesn't interject during during the celebrity section. Weird. Well, anyway, Cody uh, comes back again in the epilogue. He writes the whole ep epilogue. So mm. for the next like right. third of the book, it's just the ladies. What yeah. page? Are you okay. On? So we're just gonna pass. Yeah, pass and we got a ways to go here. So settle in. Get that. Uh you know laundry going put on your crock pot have a mimosa your, for me what is what does jan make asabuco you know amanda in spain we don't even eat until midnight <laughs> it's like italy when they just show i up just watched it the other day with Paige, and god it never gets old uh -huh. <sighs> it's so wet my whistle here uh, okay, oh, uh, Mona start. Reiki says we need some Reba. I think Reba is definitely going to make her, a lot of appearances in Robin's chapters, so don't worry. But if Reba happens mm -hmm. to get mentioned here, then certainly she's yeah. ready. She's got a cigarette. She's got her. She's pounding her pack right now into her hands. She's getting ready. Got a new lighter. All right, <clears throat> you start. Like many women who choose plural marriage, I idealize the nature of sister wives. I was eager for my first sister wife to be my friend, friend, special friend, oh, in addition Cynthia. to being married to my husband. I never wanted to be in a situation with a sister wife who didn't want to associate with the rest of the family. As I imagined it, it would be the most natural thing in the world for my sister wives and me to form instantaneous friendships. Paradoxically... <laughs> Sure. sure, sure, Mary. Sure, yeah. That that was a word that you thought of and knew. Oh, this is rich. Okay, wow. Oh my. Paradoxically, God. I'm reserved, but at times can be opinionated. At <gasps> times, just at times, though. Mm, okay, <laughs> uh, which makes yeah. me cautious about quickly forging close friendships with women. In forming friendships and relationships, I need to feel safe and trust wall. with the other person before Validated. I feel I can open up to a deep relationship. But when I do, I value them deeply and expect these friendships to last. 
When Cody and I entered into our first courtship with a young woman we'd been introduced to at a church gathering, I was excited. One. Yeah. The very she young one. and I the became close friends, real close, right away. This was unusual for me, and I immediately took it as a sign that Cody and I were destined to marry her. This girl, she does say girl. No, no, yes, she's this girl. underage girl. And I loved hanging out together and spent lots of time on our own without Cody. As I saw it, we were on our way to did. achieving the scissor sister wife ideal I'd always imagined. But then my own personality came out a little bit too much and she hated me like every other person on earth, except for Jen, yeah. just Jen. Ugh. Got me to take over? Okay. Um, no, everyone's alerting to me in the comments that Scout needs to go out. So take over. She <laughs> just went out. She All right, well, I'll take over. Uh, she, well, I mean, she just went out right before the recording started. It's fine. It's good. She likes the outdoors, okay? She likes nature. Ugh, I hate nature. All right. Uh, do you want to keep going or do you want me to take over? Go ahead. All right. Um, though sometimes, sometimes... Oh, oh. Is there a dog out there? Squirrel. Great. All right. See what you all did in the chat? You you all created this. All right. Though sometimes I got jealous of the afternoons she and Cody went off on their own to develop their relationship, I did my best, my best, to deal with those feelings maturely. Maturely. God, all these, all these words that don't apply to Mary at all. I feel confident that the three of us had a wonderful future together. And I was certain that while she would be a great wife to Cody, she would remain one of my best friends. Already they're best friends. You know, if anyone that Cody should be accusing of, like you wanted me and, and not the family. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Look at Mary, because Mary just wanted a sister wife who was real close, real, yeah. real close, real, like close. <laughs> right. I had, like a le- I, had, I had like a threesome lesbian dream last night. I think it's because I was watching perfect match. So like, I was like on one of those dating shows. I don't know. Some like kind of short Hispanic guy, but his, he had like a huge ween. And then there was oh. like a girl involved and we were all like sleeping in the same bed together. And we were like, she like what's your type? Like a Chris? Are you more I like think a actually, I think or a Jen? No, I'm pretty sure she was uh, Tasha or whatever from Sidian's wife. Oh, oh, really? I think it was her. Yeah. So you like like a little baby face? Like I'm yeah, but then like girl. he like her and him got in a fight and then it got awkward. Then we were moving, and I was like, "Can I just have my own bed?" And then I woke up <laughs> <laughs> in a pool of sweat. Okay, okay um, so but. Things didn't work out, Jordi. Oh, I'm doing sorry. I'm doing Robin's Scottish accent. Um, I was devastated when the courtship sort soured. Sorry, I was devastated when the courtship soured and she left. Well, she didn't really leave. She was underage, and her parents uh, put a kibosh, a kibosh, as Maddie would say, on it. Back then, we were all so young, but none as young as her because we were at least you know legal. She was only eighteen. Eighteen. How and and why wasn't the story. this pulled off the shelves and taken off the network? And why wasn't this discussed more in the early days of Sister Wives? I think people just liked them a lot more back then. People were rooting for him. Um, squeak. So a random cat said squeaky. That's what Cara Berry calls a oh yeah squeaky, squeaky. Yeah, <laughs> like squeaky from. All right. Oh, oh okay thank you Robin. yeah i know sorry uh things didn't work out uh back then we were all so young she was only 18 and claudia and i i keep going into robin um we're in our first year Do of it. marriage so no because that's just robin's voice she says claudia so we may have mistaken a crush for love yeah you think she said we is. so she's admitting it she's and hiding they're in plain all marrying sight. each other she's the giraffe hiding in plain sight um, <laughs> Brandy says that dream sounds scary. I'd be afraid to sleep. Never, no more sleeping for me. No, I felt pretty good in the dream. It's like it's good, you know. Like it was like I felt uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, well, I can put up with this for a little while to get. I guess to hey, get if laid. That's your, if that's your thing. That's your thing. It's not. It's mine. not. I don't even know what my thing I mean, is. I don't anything with thing. anyone is not my thing. Like, I'm... well, except for uh, like, that one person that I looked up. What are you talking? Okay. Oh, I told you it was a 48 hour virus. downplaying it. All right. Uh, but things, okay. Uh, <laughs> nevertheless, I felt personally betrayed because everything's about me. So, you know, everything that happens in the world is a personal attack against Mary. Um, I had lost one of my closest friends, a woman I imagined what I would have, would have been a perfect sister wife. We managed girl, to put our fa- A girl yeah, a that girl. would have been it. A- one of my closest friends, how long did they date for? Again, we weren't calling well, each other our closest friend 
six months into our podcast relationship. Yeah, but this is this is polygamy time. This is right. Cody Mary and time. Early 20s, too. Yeah. We managed to put our failed courtship behind us. Cody and I were still the fun-loving, goofy, oh, and better. wildly romantic couple we'd always been. Okay. I would give everything I own. Give you my world, my heart, my home. Actually, you can't do lighter anymore because they don't do that. They just do their phone. They do cell phones. Which is so which sad. I, I don't it like It loses that. the effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, how about we could do a boot lamp. Like you just sway your Everyone boot hold, lamp. Hold your boot lamps up in the air. Boot lamp. Okay. Okay. So fucking dry. Okay, um, but we felt that adding a wife to our family was something we needed to accomplish sooner rather than later in order to make good on our commitment to the principle of plural marriage. Oh, but wait, but I thought Robin waited. Robin was married for only nine years. And they didn't, they didn't get the calling. They didn't have time, Robin said. Quality, mm, we just didn't right. have time. Um, she, it was because she was working so hard on her well, marriage. Yeah. She worked harder on it than anyone has ever worked on. It's got those long legs. No. Um, this was the promise we made to each other when we married. As much as we loved each other and had a wonderful, stable relationship, we knew that plural marriage mm -hmm. was our destiny. I'm not sure when it became apparent to me that Janelle wanted to join our family. Of course, since she's, of course, since she had one, once been married to my brother, I had known her for several years. Right. Except they didn't this matches years. up. Nope. But this also, none of this matches up because in Cody's chapter with Mary, he was like, yeah, we got married, but then it was like really rough. Like <laughs> we had a, it was really rough. And then Janelle came in and it was even more rough. And then Christine came and she was going to fix it. And here Mary is, we were fun loving. We were so goofy. We were goofy. So romantic. Well, I mean, the two Carmel's totally different need, stories right here. You can see how goofy she was. But um, also, she she hadn't known her for years. Janelle was only married to the brother for six months. And yeah. they had met maybe six months earlier than that. Except I feel like they all just grow up together. We had a cordial relationship. Even after her divorce, I thought of her as a sister-in-law. And it never occurred to me she would one day be a sister wife. Past. Mm, well, gee, I wonder why. Because she's like, it's not going to happen because I'm going to say it's not going to happen. If Cody had feelings about Janelle that were anything other than platonic, he hadn't discussed them with me. I knew that he valued her intellect and her work ethic, and he had a deep respect for the way she conducted herself on an emotional level. Definitely not her body. Am I right? Like, that's basically <laughs> what she's saying, right? Yeah. She was the smart one. Yeah. She's a smart, chubby friend. Yeah. Did you I see SNL so with Pedro Pascal where they did that, uh, um, where the, all, the, all the friends are at the restaurant and the waiters are like, oh, be bellissima, bella, bella. Oh, oh, you're the smart one. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I was surprised when Janelle approached Cody and asked to come into our family, but not unpleasantly so. Did After she? All, she was, did she ask? I don't. No, remember, remember that. he came to her. She was working at a um, job. Oh, and she was like their landlord yes. or property manager. That's right. They like were renting her house. This is what like these stories are changing just with from yeah. one chapter to the next. Yeah. So now Janelle came back. Oh, remember Janelle was going me 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 ooh 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 me me me. Remember? Right. Ew. 
hate that. Um, okay. Um, after all, she was close to my family already, and she was one of those people Cody and I associated with on a fairly regular basis, so it didn't seem too far of a stretch to imagine her a permanent fixture in our lives. I have to admit, part of me was relieved that Cody and Janelle weren't conventionally romantic couple. I hate her. Why? So bitchy. I mean, from the get, by the way, Janelle is the most gorgeous one out of that bunch. I know. I didn't feel that Janelle's presence in our lives in any way threatened the love Cody and I shared. So that's so bitchy too. She's like, oh, I'm not. Bitch. Yeah, it's fine. Come on in. What a bit. I mean, although I would kind of feel that way too, if I felt like, I mean, you don't want the new wife to come in. And well, you want the new wife to you. be older and more busted than you. <laughs> Obviously, but Obviously. you don't say it. It takes a real no. psychopath to put that in writing. Okay. <laughs> their bond oh god this gets worse and worse so i'm just gonna go through this yeah brace yourself you guys their bond was intellectual which made it easier for me to accept janelle if they had been one of these gushy lovey-dovey couples who melt at the sight of each other if they had been the same kind of couple cody and i were i would have had a lot more trouble making peace with the idea of her as a sister wife Fuck you, Mary. Yeah. I immediately saw that Cody and I would have one type of relationship. The passionate, romantic one we'd always had. Well, he and Janelle would have another, something more cerebral. <laughs> this seemed both totally acceptable to me and easier to handle as our first move into plural marriage. Nice. I mean, this is also her saying, I mean, she's like smart and Cody and I would be romantic and she would just go to work. Like Cody's attracted to me out. and like he's attracted he likes to talk to her about politics. Yeah, I mean he's obviously not attracted to her is what she's like. Oh God. After nearly three years of monogamous marriage I was ready for a sister wife or so I thought. I was happy for Cody that he found someone to satisfy his intellectual curiosity and I was happy for Janelle to have chosen and to have been chosen by that's set off by dashes. Yeah, That's emphasizing brackets right no it's just like emphasizing like okay she chose us but she was chosen by us like i allowed this oh right okay and to have been chosen by such a wonderful man after her failed relationship with my brother God, she one thing that, that was difficult her failed a failure was the timing of cody and janelle's wedding oh here go hell come oh this is bad they also julie's here to Jody, so say, hi, say hi to julie hi julie julie she's oh, at she's work at she work. still has to see her girls happy sunday make make that money girl all right sorry yeah. here we go the birthday they had fiasco. planned for the wedding to take place on my birthday thinking that it wouldn't be a big deal Looking back, I realize a lot of my issues with their marriage were really because I thought they were being extremely insensitive. They were, they were though. That's fucked up. This okay, is where Janelle, I'm kind of like, Janelle, what are you Hold doing? Hold on. I'm Mary, you're Janelle, which, I mean, I do look like Mary, and you kind of look like Janelle, like you're obviously the pretty one. And I'm uh -huh. the horse face, like, flipped over. We all know what you mean by that. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Um, I am wearing a button Jan too. This is Janelle's way of being like, oh, remember when um, you said I was busted and he only likes me because my brain and my paycheck. Well, guess what? We're getting married on your birthday, bitch. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm sure. Fine. 
And they're also um, like, okay, birthdays like are important 21. to me. I felt like I was being completely overlooked, even when they offered to celebrate their future anniversaries on a different day. It floored me that my husband would think it was a good idea, but it baffled me even more to know that a woman who was wanting to join our family would even think for a minute to do it on the birthday of a future sister. Wife. Cody didn't think it was a good idea. Cody knew exactly what he was doing. He loves the conflict because as long as women oh, are fighting over him, it. he's like, yep. So happy. The bill is a ball. Fortunately, Cody's mom, who is a very handsome woman, got involved <laughs> and persuaded them to move their wedding to the day after my birthday. Pass oh, gas. Great. <laughs> While I wish them all the happiness in the world, I was not as prepared as I believed myself to be. Cody and Janelle's courtship was so quick that... <clears throat> Sorry. When their wedding day arrived, I was struck by the realization that I was going to be sharing my husband, Titner now, Titner. Mm. Mm. Okay. Hi, Mary Jane Jarman. Um, oh, no. It was harder than I thought it would be. No matter how much you are committed to the principle of plural marriage, the first time that reality hits you, it's a total shock. For three years, Cody and I have been practically inseparable. And now there is going to be a new person in our midst. Permanently. Their ceremony was simple but touching. I was well, yeah, the cake, that cake at the weird angle. Um, and she's wearing green. She's wearing like a forest green dress at the wedding. It's weird. Um, I couldn't deny my own sadness. I'm sure she didn't make it about her. Oh, there now is the cake one out in there. No cake, no cake picture. I was muting uh, myself in case Scout barked. Sorry. Ah, uh, okay. They did not get... Oh, they got married on Cody's birthday. Yeah, because Cody's birthday is like right after Mary's, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know all the birthdays like, like other people do. Um, after all, Cody and I had barely been apart since we married. We spent every possible moment together. Wow. <sighs> sounds like a blast. life. Now yeah. he was... God, who wants to spend the most time with either of them? Now he was driving off for a week-long trip with another woman. Oh, so Janelle got a whole week, eh? Mm. No matter how hard I tried, it was difficult for me to come to terms with this. Just before Cody left for his honeymoon with Janelle, he pulled me aside and handed me some money. This is mad money, he said. Go out and play. Spend it on whatever you want and enjoy yourself. What was this, like 75 bucks? Hmm... I say like a 50. Like a 50. Like well, he has I a think 50 that's the only amount he could slip out of Janelle's else, purse. Well, then he has like seven one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I he's feel like, like he, pulled, he has like a big bill on top of his billfold and everything else is just ones. And he's like, here you go. Lovely lady. Gross. Enjoy dude. yourself. It's awful. He's such a prick. His gesture was sweet and touching. My plan was to hole up, a, hole up in a hotel room and gorge on television view, viewing while I tried to make sense of my complicated feelings. Yeah, that sounds like a great week. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I'm plus food. Sweet. Well, I was just, I was just gonna say, plus, I like, that all the food like, in the world. What yeah. am I getting just for myself? Oh, yeah. Some, throat, some mozzarella sticks. I mean, yeah. Who, who was I now that I wasn't Mary and Cody? When my mom and dad realized what I was intending to do, they insisted that what I was intending to do, she was just going to go watch TV in a hotel room. That that does kind of sound like she's going to go off herself, though. 
Yeah, but she likes the attention of it too. Like, I'm just right. She probably made it a lot more emotional, dramatic. Right. I could, um, I resisted at first. I couldn't imagine being around anyone and burdening them with my emotions. Yeah, Mary, you're always pretty sensitive to making sure people don't feel your energy when you enter a room. No, in the end, my parents prevailed. This is a time when you need people around you, my mother explained. She knew without my telling her how much I was struggling inside. Well, maybe that's because all of these women have suffered so much because polygamy is a, what, terrible idea? Yeah. yeah. Abuse. Abuse. Torture. Torture. Emotional, emotional torture. Emotional. Sure. Yeah. It's terrible. Bad mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. uh, pass. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, my parents, right? My parents were completely right. Instead of wallowing in a hotel by myself, who Mary never, I needed to be surrounded by family and friends. Despite my sadness, I managed to enjoy myself, which was really important because it made the week pass more quickly. Cody called me every day to check in and tell me that he loved me. That's so sweet when he's on a honeymoon with Janelle. Yeah. To take that time out to call Mary. Yet mm. when he's like basically copulating with Robin at the zoo. Ugh. Near the rhinoceroses. Robin's the yeah. one that was like, you need to call Christine Cordy. Yeah. Well, he and Janelle were just talking. They were just like broing out. They were camping in their button-up shirts and like sweaters categories. While Janelle entered the family, Cody and I were still starry-eyed regarding the principle of plural marriage and marriage in general. That's so we had no idea good. how to prepare for the emotional and domestic reality of our new situation. Hey, that sounds like a you problem. You figure that out before you bring someone in, right? I guess we just assumed that after Cody and Janelle got married and went on their honeymoon, the three of us would live in one house as a big happy family and everything would go back to normal. Yeah. Neither Cody nor I anticipated the need to change our behavior when Janelle came into the house. Huh. Isn't that something? Doesn't it, it seem like if you're raised, well, I mean, Cody wasn't raised in polygamy, but handsome woman has been trying to force him to do it since he was like, what, 13, 14? And Mary shouldn't was there, raised in it, right? Right. Shouldn't there be like a class Sunday school of some kind where they like teach you like, so here's what happens when a new wife comes in. Seems like you'd pass on some tips. Well, you don't need to teach the women. You just tell them like whatever the man wants. You just you gotta you gotta get like a, a chart or something, right? Like a, a yeah. Okay, chart. so when the new wife comes in, your mood is up here. Don't let it. And then down you, there, you don't. Can you see this? Yeah. Yeah. Don't let it go. Don't down and don't there. let yourself spiral here. See, this really works for everyone. But what about emotions? What about emotions? Oh, they will not change the facts. Facts. Okay. We need just to be making sure. now. Okay. Just making sure. Also, I mean, this right, just this sentence is like he and I are both narcissists. Neither Cody nor I anticipated the need to change our behavior when Janelle came right. in the house. Yeah, that just hmm. seems like kind of social decency more than having to even be and taught. What, why do you think they assume that they were just gonna move into one big house and be happy? Biggie what would, what would change? Oh, Janelle having a job and the two of them not having a job. So Janelle would just buy them a big house. Okay, got it. Yeah, of course. We didn't consider well, did. how he might have to balance the relationship he had with me with the one he was developing with Janelle. How do you not consider that? They're not that young either. It's not like they're 14. 
We didn't think we to consider how he would balance his time between the two. That's the first thing you think of. God. All right. I never took the time to think about how I should open up my space, both physical and emotional, to accommodate a new wife. Oh, she was she was considering of opening up her own space oh, for Christy, yeah. if you know what I mean. I felt as if I was welcoming to Janelle. Oh, but I didn't oh, realize did? at the time how different our personalities could be. We all moved into a new house about the time of Janelle's wedding. Oh, so about the time where Janelle's bank account got transferred into the family account, right? Right, 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 right. right. So I didn't feel like it was my house, but our house. When we were deciding who would get what bedroom, I offered Janelle the master bedroom, thinking it might be sure something special did. to have as a newlywed. Well, I took the small bedroom at the back of the house. What a martyr Mary is. She's a saint. I offered her the master bedroom because she was bringing in the lion's share of the um, rent. Yeah. Because she had a, um, what's that thing called? Job. A job. Well, Mary also has a job at like, what was it? Like JCPenney? At the photo? I, oh, studio. I thought that was before. A things engraved. She definitely worked at like an engraving place. Things remembered. Uh-uh. Mm, and then okay. Cody sold the billboard ones. All right. I didn't realize that Janelle wasn't the type to speak up for what she needed. So I don't know whether this was something that was important to her or even appreciated. I assume that Janelle would feel free to behave with Cody the same way as I was with him. And I didn't realize I needed to change my behavior sometimes as well. Because I'm Gosh, a widow girl. Different. I don't know how to interpret people's feelings. I'm so innocent with my dead tooth. The <laughs> sorry she's such a bitch i don't care we got bananas in the background she can fuck off sorry the biggest mistake we made when we married what a bit i mean the biggest mistake we made when we married janelle was us all moving into a house together and not giving janelle and me the space we needed to develop and nurture our own relationships with cody their whole thing we're in season <laughs> What right now? We're about to go into 18. Where we go one, we no, go no, all no. Oh, we're recapping. Oh, six, season four, six. six. Six, yeah. And this entire time, they're like, no, we've always been in one house. We have to be in one house. That's the only way it works. And here she's like, I mean, the biggest mistake we made was moving into the same house together. Like, obviously, we need to be apart and have our own space. Got snip, snap, snip, snap, flip, flop, flip, flop. <laughs> they have any idea the emotional toll that a lying sister wife <laughs> family has on a person <laughs> having us all in the same house brought janelle face to face on a daily basis with the romantic relationship cody and i had we were too naive to hide our affection from each other from janelle no you weren't you bitch and i'm you afraid exactly to say that she was confronted by our intimacy regularly, which I'm sure was both painful and awkward. I mean, at times, Cody and I would hold hands or hug each other in front of Janelle, leaving her in what was probably a very uncomfortable situation. But she's making it seem like they were just like, Mwah. but like, remember when the day that Robin was getting married and it shows Mary and Cody and she's like getting him ready Walking and they're like the car? Oh. no they're like in oh, her yes. bedroom and Leon's standing behind them like do you and guys know giggling? that I'm here and they're like they're horny, horny about bringing another yeah. wife 
But but Mary, it's a power move on Mary's part. Yeah. Oh, She's absolutely. Get you all horned up for me, and then now you have to go to Robin. Right. Okay, pass gas. Uh, uh, did you descend with uncomfortable situation? Yeah, although Janelle, although Janelle is by no, oh sorry, she's such she a bitch. Else with this. Yeah, although Janelle is by no means as physically affectionate. I really thought she was going to say physically fit or something like that. I was, I was nervous when I saw that physical babe. Uh, um, <laughs> Janelle is by no means as physically affectionate a person as I am. It was not healthy or fair for her to see the affection I shared with Cody. I'm sure this led to hard feelings toward me. Yeah. 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 yeah I think so. Uh, living together from the start ultimately shortchanged the three relationships we were trying to develop and maintain. Another reason that Cody and Janelle had different difficulties um, laying the foundation for their marriage during the first year was that they were essentially living under a veil of secrecy because polygamy is illegal. Because it's a bad idea and it's abusive to women. I just wanted to reiterate that. Yeah. Uh, Cody was simply unable to acknowledge Janelle as his wife outside of our church community. We were very quiet and private when it came to our family life, which I'm sure didn't help Janelle feel secure in her position in our family. When we went out together somewhere other than church associations, all those dances. Oh, the dancing. The dance. So much fun. They were lit. And, and like leading those like weird like with trail rides or like a uh, extreme Cody's making it seem like they're doing a God, what's that called? The mutter, like a tough mutter competition. Oh, they're just hiking through the woods. Spartan races. Yeah. Yeah. Carling did a tough mutter one time. Mm. I'm trying to think if I would like that or not. All I'd be fine time. jumping in. I'd be fine jumping into the mud. Probably when I get back in shape. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was me trying to keep to a straight back face in shape. Back in shape. Um, right, right, right. Okay, uh, we were very quiet. When we went out together, uh, other than church associations, we always introduced Janelle as Cody's sister, which honestly probably in the bloodline is true. And actually it is true. They're step-siblings. Yep. So yep. that works out perfectly. You're not lying. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember on more than one occasion that Cody, Janelle, and I had a conversation about how to explain who Janelle was. Cody and I already lived and worked in the small community in Wyoming when Janelle joined the family. So it was Janelle whom we felt we needed to explain. That was a really weird sentence that ran on for too long. Yeah. And was unnecessary. Looking back, I realized it wasn't fair to Cody and Janelle's relationship to refer to her as his sister, even though they uh, are literally brother and sister and their bloodlines probably are connected. God, she's so do you know like she's so stupid like she's never known how to explain polygamy before she grew up in it god and everyone polygamy. knows that you're mormons uh did you know that mindy you know you know mindy las yeah. vegas nanny robin's niece i went yeah. on a whole deep dive of this mindy's last name is jessup so she's also like the cousin of her husband mindy's more related to her ex-husband than she is to Robin, but she's related to both of them. I could, and that's see why Mindy. That. I mean, there's no so seeing Mindy's it. That's true. Dad is a Jessup. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like an aunt. There's sense. something, but all of their. That's why. That's why they all fucking look alike. That's why Robin looks exactly like Cody's mom somehow. Handsome woman. Very handsome woman. I mean, yeah. Robin. No Robin's always it. been pretty handsome. She's got a strong jaw. Quite mm-hmm. admired mm-hmm. jaw. Okay. Since Janelle's mom was married to Cody's dad, it seemed to be a reasonable explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because it's true. Oh, there's that too. There's that too. Yeah, there's that too. And it always seemed as if Janelle was okay with this reference because Janelle's not going to tell you. She's just exhausted. She's working seventy hours a fucking week. Yeah, she doesn't have time yeah. for this. Right. She's going to want to build up until season twelve when they finally go to a counselor together. I always felt a bit uncomfortable referring to her this way, but she and Cody seemed to be okay with it, so I played along. I believed it did a major disservice to Cody and Janelle's marriage. Pass. Oh my gosh. So innocent. She's just. She just had no idea. I mean, God. she was trying to be nice. After Cody married Janelle, I went through a sort of separation anxiety. I miss the privacy of our old situation, the luxury of making a romantic dinner for just Cody and myself whenever I wanted or renting a good movie and curling up on the couch together. These are the things you simply cannot do with another wife, Amanda, when they enter the picture and living in the same house. It can be perceived as preferential treatment, and that is just not okay in a plural marriage. This anxiety put a strain on Cody as in my relationship and made me at times act unfairly to both him and Janelle. Again, she's acting like she's so naive. Like she had no idea this is how polygamy can be. Looking back, it was pretty mean what we did to her there. That was kind of fucked up. Looking back. I have to admit that I didn't always handle the stretch of the new situation as I should have. I didn't know how to hold back or temper my opinions. I'm a very direct person. And when I have a strong opinion about something, I can be a little harsh. Just a little. Since I see things in black and white, I have a habit of phrasing things in a way that can come across as aggressive. Oh, here we go with the barking takeover. (laughs) You need to get back in that office. Okay, okay. Okay, you guys are going to hear the barking then. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting back into the office as quickly as I can. Okay, Janelle, on the other hand, is quite not confrontational and seems to have a hard time being honest with herself or with others about her feelings. That's not fair to say that. I think she's true, truthful with people that she trusts, not you. Yeah. I tell Janelle that this is how it needs to be. And I didn't realize I was offering her no space to voice her own concerns. How, could you ever say I that? I mean, other than your kids, could, could you turn to another adult and be like, this is just how it is. This is how it's supposed to be. God, to no. Be. I Jesus. I apologize for breathing and existing and I taking know. up space. I didn't realize. Um, I didn't intend to be mean. I wasn't even aware that I was coming across cross that way i was being honest with my thoughts and feelings and just assumed she would do the same no bitch this is a classic housewives move i'm just being yep. honest being honest no it Sorry. doesn't give you a right to be a bitch though <sighs> okay um all right sorry I remember having conversations with her many times concerning everything from how the house should be decorated to how the finances should be handled That's you're not allowed to have an opinion about that mayor I would tell her how I thought the situation should be taken care of. And because I had that type of personality, Linda, I just assumed she would voice her opinion as well. What I would find out later through Cody, that there was an issue or a disagreement. I was so upset that she didn't tell me her opinions or thoughts while we were having the discussion. I felt as if she was lying to me and I felt betrayed by this. 
I thought we were in this marriage together to have a close, if not completely open relationship and didn't understand why she wouldn't communicate honestly with me when that's what I was trying to do with her. I hadn't yet learned how to be softer in the delivery of my words and not so overbearing. Sorry. She still hasn't. That's a She's lot. very amber. Yeah. Okay, Naturally, the tentative friendship I had with Janelle deteriorated even more in the months following her marriage to Cody. I had hoped that with her and the family, we would be able to work on improving our relationship. I wanted and almost expected to have a special sister-wife bond with Janelle. I realized mm. early on, however, that wouldn't be the case. Janelle seemed very reserved toward me as far as becoming close friends. I felt that I had to accept that we wouldn't have the close sister-wife relationship that I'd always hoped for. To make things worse, Cody had taken a job setting up new accounts for Schwann's Frozen Foods, which required him to be on the road for long stretches of time. I think that's a made-up company. I think he's just oh. getting his pencil wet out there. No, they're Schwann's. Oh, okay. it's like, um, did you ever have market days growing up? Like market day, you would order like, for, oh, okay. So Schwann's is just like, they, you get like a little catalog, it's frozen food. And then the truck comes to your house and they deliver it to you. It's like a Costco on wheels, basically. It exists. Uh, all right. Yeah. I've never gotten it, but it, is, it does exist. Okay. Was I reading? Yes. Uh, Schwann's frozen food, which required him to be on the road for long stretches of time. This left Janelle and me at home with our growing list of complaints against each other. Since Cody was new to the principle and the practice of plural marriage, he had no idea how to negotiate between the two of us. Well, he should have been more patriarchal, I guess. Um, I knew he was aware of the tension between us and did his best to deal with it, but we were all going to have to sort out our new roles and learn how to live together and love one another. During the early years of our plural family, there were many emotions rolling around among all of us. Mostly, I feel safe to say, between Janelle and me. In living plural marriage, you definitely have to go through a huge learning curve. Janelle, Janelle and I had a lot of rough times in those early years. We both did and said things to each other that I'm sure we would like to forget. There was a lot of past history, things that I won't talk about in specifics in public, out of respect for Janelle. Sure. She doesn't want to admit that she was a huge cunt and Janelle really didn't do anything. We're just not going to rehash everything. We don't worry about water it. Under the bridge. We, Out of respect for Janelle, though. Yeah, she would be we, embarrassed. There's no need. Why do that? Right. Um, my desire to protect and my desire to protect Janelle. Even mm. now, we still struggle with the residue of those early years. I truly hope that Janelle and I can work through some of those haunting issues of the past, so they will stop recurring in our lives. Someday, when we're both ready, I hope it will happen. While Janelle, through no fault of her own, but brought a level of tension to the house, Janelle brought the tension. She always brought her own strength. Again, my first, if you listen to Polygamous Wedding on TRP, people's favorite episode, check it out. You have to actually be a subscriber to TRP for the back episodes, but anyway, mm -hmm. four bucks a month, worth it. Um, my first impression of Janelle was that she's the jolly one. Jolly. Yep. Jolly. But Janelle brought the tension. She, oh, she just, she the enters energy. a room and it's just, you can cut it with a knife. Mm -hmm. uh, she also brought her own strengths to the marriage though. Cody was busy with his job at. Oh, I mean, we've seen her. We saw her carry that nine by 12 Persian rug slung over her shoulder after the, my Let's sister wife's closet expo. Yeah. I mean, 
strong woman. She's got strengths. That's right. Okay. Janelle urged me to apply for uh, for the job as an engraver at a trophy co company. There you go. Janelle's like, "Hey, Mayor, you wanna you wanna maybe go and get a job?" Like, yeah, this is this is what my mom does. She sends me she sends me job listings every day. I'm like, mm. I need you to just accept the fact that the that podcasting is a job. I make mm. like she she does she will not she will not accept it because in her brain you need to like leave the house and like. Yeah. Have a time at work. Well, in Canada, you get like benefits, you get like free money and all that stuff. So it's not even like she could be like, oh, but there's benefits and a. Do you guys have like 401ks and stuff? Or yeah, we have RSPs. I feel like Canada's just like, yay, you're 50. Here's a couple hundred thousand. You don't need to work anymore. You're retired. We'll just take care of you. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, exactly. Got it. Um, okay, but uh, eventually, Mo okay. Janelle urged me to apply for the job, a job I would hold for 10 years, Geordie. It's pretty good. It's probably the longest stretch anyone had a job. I've never had a job. Give it to him. Eventually, moments like that would help us appreciate what our relationship could be. The most difficult emotional battle I would face during the first year after Janelle joined our family was when she got pregnant. Okay, I feel bad for Mary there. Cody and I had been married for three years and naturally we'd been trying to concede conceive but we had no success so when Janelle conceived before I did I was pretty devastated even though deep down I had expected it passed that's really sad I could immediately see how thrilled Cody was by Janelle's news while I try to be as happy as possible about the first child coming into the brown family I felt betrayed by my own body. It had let me down and made me feel like both a disappointment and a failure. I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. So I turned inward and started to withdraw from Cody and Janelle. Well, if you listen to what Peyton said, Peyton, in fact, said in his interview that, hmm, isn't it weird how like Mary's like such a piece of shit and God only let her have one child and that child can never produce babies for her now? Peyton said that on that John Yates interview. Whoa. That's his that's take on this. That's harsh. Ouch. Yeah. Thanks oh, for that message to all the barren yeah. women out there, Peyton. God didn't want God. you to for this to happen. He's I would love Peyton. if Peyton were just like impotent or something. Oh, that's I, gross. Yeah. He I think he's a virgin. Matter yeah. No, gonna... no. Remember, he he went and got um. Condoms. What do you say? Like condoms and loot. Okay. Yeah, but buying condoms. I can't. Does not a. Does not. Uh, it doesn't make you not a virgin. Come on now. Okay. I don't even want to think about it. Okay. Um, I could immediately see, did I already? Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. So I turned inward and started to withdraw from Cody and Janelle. At the time of Janelle's pregnancy with her first child, Logan, I think it is. Cody decided <laughs> to pursue a courtship with Christine. God, like he is, he needs something it's new and fast thing. and fun. It's boom, boom, boom. Like it's, he needs something whenever they new and pregnant. Yep. No, wait, hold on. It's as soon as a wife gets some attention on her. So now they've gotten married. Uh, Janelle's getting attention because she's pregnant. So now Cody needs more attention on him because it's going to go towards Janelle and the baby. Yep. We all had become friends soon after Cody and I got married. Somehow in the back of my mind, this courtship had always seemed inevitable. Cody's courtship with Christine was much more difficult with me than it was with Janelle. Hmm, I wonder why. Oh, because she saw Christine as a threat. I yeah. never felt that Janelle threatened the overall happiness Cody and I shared because she was busted. So this makes more sense for the nachos incident because I bet I bet 
Mary really fed into that. Oh yeah. There was sure. Cody, there was chili and cheese everywhere. Cody. Everywhere. That's my car. Yeah. yeah. Mary, they talked like she completely made that made him think it was worse than it was. Cody and Janelle were friends. Very close friends. I knew Cody loved Janelle, but it was a totally different way than he loved me. Cause she was like fat and uglier than I am. Yeah. You wish Mary, you, the, the delusion that Mary actually thought that yeah. God around her. He never behaved in the silly romantic way he did with me. God, Mary, we I get found it. this reassuring. How many times is she going to say this? Yeah, I know. She has nothing else to awful say. awful she was in person at this oh, time. Terrible. My God. When Janelle came into our family, the day-to-day -day nature of my marriage with Cody changed, but our relationship stayed the same. Despite having added a second wife to our lives, I never felt that Cody loved me any less than the day we were married. Yeah, you seem really secure there that you were going to, mm, you were planning totally. on like going to an unnamed hotel room. And pouting. And, and binging on reality TV, which is pretty much my life. With Christine, however, things were different. Christine was cute and energetic. She was young and girly and quite flirtatious. And also fatter I, than me, so I liked her. She's still a little chubbier. I had always suspected that Cody was more than a little smitten with her. And when they began to court, I could immediately sense that Cody was not just smitten, but in love. Well, not according the two to Cody. Of them glowed around each other. They had fun with each other and loved to goof off together. Where Cody and Janelle's courtship had been less outwardly romantic, this new relationship was grounded in an undeniable emotional and physical attraction because she was also very young. When Cody proposed to Christine, I suddenly felt as if I were less important to him than I had been before. I felt threatened by their relationship and the friendship they built over the first three years of my marriage to Cody. Although she was our mutual friend, I always knew that Cody was somewhat taken with Christine. Cody seemed much more engaged with Christine than he had been with Janelle. I think that he had learned from the experience of bringing Janelle into the family, how he needed to behave with Christine, how much more expressive and responsive he had to be to her needs and wants. He had gained knowledge from his relationship with Janelle and seemed much wiser when it came to courting Christine. He also seemed more devoted to the cause. At least that's how it appeared to me. It it cemented my feelings of inadequacy in our relationship when Cody called me only once while he and Christine were away on their honeymoon. Yeah, well, don't worry, because he was too busy calling her fat. Right, and he was too busy not talking to her and just listening to the yeah. Phantom of the Opera soundtrack. <laughs> hey, thank you, Lorraine. Oh, yeah, yeah guys. And Janelle, and Janelle is a one. saint. Yeah. Um, oh, pass gas. Latrice has entered the chat, by the way. Little schmuggle. Hello? Say something. I, I said, I said pass gas. Oh, okay. No, you just, you weren't, you weren't, you didn't respond I, I mean, to I'm muting thing. myself. I'm trying to be very polite in the chat, Amanda. Oh, because they're Canadian. Let me get, let me get well, I, can you hear Forrest? Can you hear the other dog? That's the dog that no. I try to save from the cold, by the way. Oh, the German Shepherd. The one that pushed you down mm -hmm. the stairs. The breed that pushed he, you he looks very close. I mean, I think he's friendly, but I never get too close. I just like throw him a treat over the fence. Are we at when Christine came into our family? Yes. Yes. When Christine came into our family, she chose to live in a different house rather than squeeze into the same house that Janelle and I shared. She wanted her own experience with Cody before joining the family experience. So she moved into a small cottage nearby. Where's that money coming from? Christine's family is like royalty, though, right? I was, gonna I say, I was just going to say, Christine's family might have money. 
Also, I wonder what this cottage looked like. I mean, it was probably like totally busted. Yeah. It might have just been like a mobile home. Oh, that's terrible. No one should live in those. No one. No one. Uh, Even though this meant Cody would be spending several nights a week out of our house, it seemed like a healthier and more reasonable choice for everyone. Yeah, I think the best choice is to leave Mary and Janelle in the house alone together for most of the time. That's really good. Figure it out. Just knock it out. Although I had a hard time with Cody and Christine's courtship, I was surprised by how easily I became friends with Christine. Well, yeah, because everyone likes Christine. because She's a nice, good person. She lights and, up a room. Right. Yep. Careful. Um, of course, this didn't happen overnight, but her fun and outgoing personality livened up the mood in our house. Hello? Hello? I couldn't hear you. I don't know what happened there. It went on mute. I think my book slammed against this. What did you last hear me say? Um, I don't know. I was because I was like, oh God, I did something wrong. She's been, oh, look, oh, okay. It wasn't just me. Yeah, your sound went out. Everyone's saying they couldn't hear you. My uh, Latrice moved and then my book slammed into my mic and it like wiggled the cord because I can't fucking touch anything around here. Okay, uh, let's just go back. Uh, this, uh, she's best friends with Christine. Sure. Um, livened up the mood in our household. Eventually, Christine and I discovered that we shared the same predilection for silliness. Never heard that word before. No way in hell Mary knows that word. And um, I, no way. Predilection for sil- predilection. Is that how you'd say that? I'm trying to find. Yeah. For silliness. Silly. She, Mary is pretty silly. Um, and we almost always managed to embarrass Janelle with our antics. I'm sure Janelle loved that. Well, that's true. I mean, we've seen how she loves a, a Brown family dance party. Or an inside joke. Yeah, or make, making her the butt of the joke. Mary sucks. Yeah, right. She's horrible. Oh, okay. Oh, pass. Yes, guess. Okay. Although Christine okay. and I had a much easier relationship than I had with Janelle, I couldn't help my disappointment when she too became pregnant. Nearly five years into my marriage with Cody, I was beginning to worry that I'd never have a baby. When Christine was four months pregnant with her so first child. So at that child, point, should, isn't that the point they should have gone for the fertility testing and stuff? They probably didn't have the money for it. Well. I don't know. Seems like that should be paid what for by the government. But... Latrice. Treasy. What do you think? Hey. Oh, <laughs> God. oh my God. Be she careful. hates when I flip her off. She like knows what it means. Now she's leaving. All right. Uh, <laughs> My period was a little late, but that was nothing out of the ordinary for me. I don't like thinking about Mary's period, by the way. Still, he wouldn't let the subject drop. Eventually, I agreed and took the test. I absolutely could not believe it when the little stripe on the stick told me I was pregnant. I was certain the test had made a mistake, but it hadn't. I could barely contain my joy. Oh, good. So she got to, like, steal Christine's thunder a little bit. Yeah. She she actually said she was disappointed. When Christine was pregnant. Disappointed. The next morning, Janelle and I drove to Christine's house to pick her up and her and Cody up for lunch. I was struggling to hide my excitement. Michael, I couldn't wait to share the news with Cody. She totally wants to steal the thunder. 
I wanted to tell him about our baby privately, but blur but and not blurt it out in front of everyone in the car. Sometime in the middle of church, Cody remembered the pregnancy test. He got my attention and shot a knowing glance down to my stomach. Ugh. At first, I tried to ignore him, but he kept looking at my belly. Do you think he was like tacos? Like, like, like no, is your tummy he... too? No, I think he Mary. Loves he loves doing this in front of the other wives. Yeah, like and I think Mary made it pretty wives. obvious. Mary's like, oh, ooh, yeah. The robber was like, her belly. And I did this. He Mary's prayed. walking around with her arm behind her back. Oh. Like this. Totally. At like three weeks pregnant, yeah. Markle, like just <laughs> okay. At first, I tried to ignore him, but he kept looking at my belly. Finally, I just nodded. The most enormous smile I'd ever seen burst out on Cody's face, and his eyes welled up with tears of joy. Cody and I were beside ourselves with happiness. The very thing we've been hoping for since we got married had finally happened. We were going to have our first child. The only thing that tempered my joy a little bit was knowing that Christine was going to have a hard time with my pregnancy. She was new to the family and four months pregnant with her first child. And now here I was after a five-year struggle. I was carrying a miracle baby. I was afraid that a lot of the folks... Of course, that's how she spins baby. this, that her baby is the miracle baby. Like yep. Leon is the most special baby because, I mean, it took us this long. It's a miracle. God wanted this. Like, obviously, Christina is going to hate me because, like, Jesus put Sorry. it in there. Yeah. Yeah. How old is Leon? She's, they're the same age as Madison? Yeah. They're no. all kind of in that same age. Maybe they graduate. Like, oh, Aspen. Aspen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't blame her for being slightly resentful that I stole her thunder. I tried not to dwell on it. I was oh, so excited didn't? and happy that I'd finally gotten, gotten what I'd always wanted. She is outrageously a bitch. Now, how should we go about Fine. reading um, Leon's name? Do you just want to, let's just say Leon when it says Mariah. Okay. Right? Okay. We will do our yeah, best, you guys. I feel okay. more comfortable with that. Yeah. Do you want to take it from here? Yeah, sure. After Leon was born, I was certain that I was going to have more children. My entire life, I'd always wanted eight kids. Are you a fucking psychopath? What is wrong with you? In fact, when Cody and I started dating, this was something we talked about on a regular basis. But once I had Leon, my body didn't want to give me any more children. Cody and I tried everything to help me conceive, from medical doctors to holistic healers, but nothing worked. The most difficult thing for me was knowing that the fertility problem lay with me, not with Cody. Ugh, that is annoying. And that's one of his biggest flexes is look at all my kids. Look how easy it is for me to like, just get it off. Since Janelle and Christine got pregnant so often and so easily, it was clear that Cody had no problem fathering children. Well, yeah, he doesn't have a problem fathering them. He has a problem parenting. Parenting, right, yeah. exactly. Yes, but fathering them, yes. Sperm donation, no problem. Cody never once made me feel bad for the fact that I wasn't able to get pregnant again. Yet some, yet I sometimes couldn't help but feel that my sister-wise used their pregnancies to validate their marriages to Cody in a way that I couldn't. I know they never intentionally flaunted their fertility, but because I struggled so much with my infertility issues, I often wondered what place I had in the family. When Leon was 12 years old, I pretty much given up all hope of having another child. Then, completely out of the blue, I got pregnant again. My joy, however, was short-lived. 
and I lost the baby after only a couple of months. I was devastated. My body simply didn't want to have any more children. I was blessed with one, and I would have to be content with that. There would be no more bebés in my future. During the 12 years between Leon's birth and my second unsuccessful pregnancy, our family went through a lot of growing pains. I know that Janelle struggled to find her path in our midst and was always on the lookout for a way to assert her own identity in such a large family with three wives and 12 children. We had to learn to work together and to make decisions in a way that put our family first. The root of many of our problems stem from two issues, our living situation and Cody's job. Cody was often employed in positions that required him to travel a lot, which would essentially leave the three wives behind, functioning, functioning as single mothers. During a period when he was on the road a lot, I don't really believe he had an important job like that. I think this is all bullshit. I'm muted. Sorry. I was just going to say the same Jesus. thing. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I'm like, trying to be fuck. like a good co-host and mute myself. Also, I just raised my desk. So if I just like. Oh, like, yeah. Now oh, I can see your whole shirt. Yeah. Um, oh, I need a stand. Boobs. So. Uh, <laughs> you, you've got boobs, babe. <laughs> boobs. It's the Michael Boob. Scott. Yeah. Welcome boobs. to my off vibe boobs. <laughs> um, no, okay. I still think, remember when Robin's like, oh, I know he goes to see him. I know he does. Because he leaves he the goes. house and he's gone for he hours. goes. I really think he has like a gambler energy to me. Like that he just drives he's around. Shady he keeps shit. himself busy. Then he goes to the casino, tries to gamble and be like, okay, I'm just like one big win away from a jackpot. And yeah. then we can buy Coy Coyote Pass. He just has that energy. Okay, sorry. Where were you? Uh, oh, during a period. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for ten, uh, okay. Uh, although she and I have been struggling uh, during a period when he was on the road a lot, Janelle moved into her own house. Janelle's like, get me the fuck out of here. Yep. Although she and I have been struggling under one roof for nearly 10 years, the separation of our children was difficult. Uh, for the most part, we hid our lifestyles from the public. Yet there were people who were aware that we were a polygamous family. Some of these people would refer to Cody and his families. This always rubbed me the wrong way. Despite our differences, we were one big family who happened to be divided into three different houses. This is like Nick Cannon's family, basically. God careful, Amanda. Our separation was causing an identity crisis. How can you be one unit if you are living apart? How can Cody be the best dad possible if he isn't present for all of his children all the time? Oh, the answer, he can't. It's impossible. Oh. Yeah. It's also, why is it offensive saying Cody and his families? I don't think that's like that the one family bad. where they go one, they go all Jody. Okay. Ass. She's just looking for something to bitch about. I okay. know. Always. During this time, Janelle and I both had jobs. What? Oh, weird. Wow. Okay. Janelle and I both had jobs while Christine took care of the majority of daycare and homeschooling. Eventually, Cody found a job in Utah. It should just be eventually Cody found a job. A job, a real job. In Utah, that didn't require any travel. This meant that he would be present in our children's lives on a much more regular basis. While this was a major and important development in our lives, what really changed our situation and brought us together as a family was when we found a house in which our entire family could live together under one roof. Uh, the house had formerly belonged to a polygamous family. It was a large home divided into three separate yet attached apartments, one for each wife. 
This was the perfect solution to many of our struggles. It joined us into one unshakable family. The big house allowed us to forge and cement our identity as a family, unless the kids walked through my apartment and then yeah. I would throw a bitch fit because I'm also, a huge She fan. happens Google. to have left out the fun little fact that uh, they moved and uh, Janelle stayed in Wyoming for over a year. And she then how'd they buy this big house again? Oh yeah, she meant she left that out too. Mm, okay, just making yeah. sure. This house allowed Cody to be be at home more with his kids every night. He would be able to see all his children equally. Well, yeah, in yeah. other words, yeah. if Cody was to be at my house on a particular night, he would still be able to see Janelle and Christine's kids, tuck them in and do all the fatherly things he would have been impossible for him to do if we'd been still living in separate houses. Around this time, I really started coming to terms with the fact that there were no more biological kids in my future. However, now that we were living in one house, I was able to come to a deeper appreciation of the blessings that plural marriage has provided to me. While I cannot have any more children of my own, I have been able, through my sister wives, to give Leon many brothers and sisters. They have siblings their age, peers with whom they can share all the experiences. Good job navigating that sentence there with all the pronouns. <laughs> Just a bead of sweat like dripped down under the book. <laughs> I was like, I looked ahead and I was like, oh god, you did it. Good for you. Okay, I'm not yet, I'm not, I'm not through yet, babe. As well as siblings who are younger and look up to them. If I hadn't chosen polygamy, if I hadn't been called to it and listened to that call, I would never have achieved a large family I'd always dreamed of having. Plural marriage has blessed me with what my body denied me. I have a wonderful relationship with all of the kids in our family. Not according to that. Dios mío. <laughs> Naturally, with so many children, I'm closer to some of them than others. It's hard to describe my relationship to all the children who are not biologically mine. I have been an essential part of their upbringing, Amanda, in the same way that Janelle and Christine have been a part of Leon's. I may not be their biological mother. But I am a mother to them. To Madison begs to differ. Yeah, and so does, uh, so does uh, McKelty and Payton. Uh, since I have more time on my hands and since my living area is always quite a bit more peaceful than the others, I'm the mom the kids come to when they want a little quiet time away from their siblings. They call it Mary time. <laughs> I I feel like Mary that's what time. Mary thinks that Mary thinks that they're calling it, but like between in the in the rumor mill, Mary time is a they're like, oh god, like Mary time. Oh, it's like when Christine's trying to get the babies to sleep, she's like, go to Mary's, and they're like, like yeah, yep. like I want to go to Mary's. It's a wonderful feeling knowing there is a huge pack of children who love me and want to hang out and have mm. fun with me. She's just like oh, Cody. It's all the little me. kids. It's about yeah, me. It's about, about, about Not that like I get when to move, love them and unconditional love back and forth no, and teach these kids. It's about her. Yeah. It's like when I, Janelle on, on Teen Mom or Leah, whenever their kids come back to them after being with their dads, they all go, did you miss me? Did you miss me? Not I yep. missed you. Anyway, Mary yep. time. It's a wonderful filling knowing there is a huge pack of children who love me and want to hang out and have fun with me. When we moved into the Biggie Housey in Utah, the one featured on the first season of Sister Wives, it was time to start working through a lot of my difficulties with Janelle. 
because she was finally moving back home with us. We are both incredibly devoted to our family and our faith. And despite our differences, we are committed to creating the best, safest, and warmest environment for our kids. Often people ask if I'd been friends with my sister wives if they weren't, if I'd be friends with my sister wives if they aren't married to my husband. This is a difficult question, but goes a long way to understanding the nature of sister wives. Janelle and I are very different people. We see the world in opposite ways and handle situations in entirely different manners. I'm sure if we weren't married to Cody, our friendship wouldn't have gone past basic cordiality. But since we share a husband, a lot of our differences are brought out into the open and confrontation is impossible to avoid because, you know, Mary cannot avoid confrontation. And Janelle yeah. sees the world in a way where you have social decency and are polite to people. Like sometimes you do just have to keep your feelings to yourself. Yeah, or you, you say something. Say everything. You say something with. nicer than how you first hear it in your head. Mm. Kind of sugarcoat stuff. The nature of our singular relationship has forced us to confront those differences and examine the way we treat each other. While it's true that Janelle and I each chose to marry Cody, we weren't truly aware of the relationship and struggles that lay ahead. Because of our commitment to our family, we have to find a path down which we can travel together. One of the one of the many benefits of polygamy is that you grow in the religion. As you grow in the religion, you are forced to examine yourself and your treatment of others. Well, it worked out great for Mary after 30 years. She still treats people the exact same. Look yep. at her lives. Um, especially your sister wives with whom you often have complicated relationships. Polygamous and polygamous families are often works in progress. Janelle and I have never had a close relationship. We don't gossip on the phone or grab lunch in our free time. I don't think that we will ever sit down and tell each other our deep, dark secrets, but we are family. And for that reason, we love each other. Okay, girl. Um, sure yeah, Jody's in a different room. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> we worked There's hard to develop... Thing. We've worked hard to develop a good and functional relationship because we've come to understand that this is what is best for the family. And when it comes to family, we share the same values. We are not just good with each other's kids. We absolutely love each one of them. We are devoted to our lifestyle and to the hard work we've convinced it takes to make it work. We've learned that there will always be bumps in the road, but the work is certainly worth it. All right, you pass. Sure, you Mary. <laughs> On February 6, 2006, my younger sister, Teresa, passed away after an 11-month battle with colon cancer. This was an unbelievably difficult experience for me, but it forced me to confront my own mortality. It made me realize that should something happen to me, there would be two, and now three women, in Leon's life who would raise them in precisely the way I would have wished. They would be loved and cared for by a stable and miraculous family. For me, there could be no greater blessing. That's actually very sweet. Despite the fact that our living situation and Cody's work situation stabilized, I still felt the need to carve out my own space in the boisterous and often chaotic Brown family. <laughs> Since I only have one child, I often felt slighted in family decisions. Although I voiced my opinions perhaps a little too aggressively, I still oh, felt as if I wasn't being taken into consideration. Okay, Mary. Like, but you cannot use that in every single no. situation as a poor me thing. And also, you're from a polygamous family. You know it's going to be loud and boisterous and chaotic with tons of kids. Yeah. What did you think you were getting into? It is, it's easy to lose yourself in a big family. When we lived in Wyoming, when the kids were, when the older kids were young, Christina and I homeschooled them and handled the house, household upkeep. 
While Janelle was working full-time, Christine and I each worked part-time so that at least one of us moms could be home with the kids all the time. When we moved back to Utah when Leon was 10, I started working immediately while Christine took on the duty of the homemaker mom. I realized that while nothing trumps my commitment to the family, it's important to have things that I can do myself and for myself. So it sounds like Janelle and Christine, I'm sorry, Janelle and Mary were like, thank God, like I got to get out of the house and do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, Christine is the one called princess for raising all 15 kids. She, she played games. She treated them like dirt from the beginning. And not only raised them from infants, like six weeks maternity yeah. leave, she was also homeschooling all of them. Unbelievable. Over time, my insecurity about only having one child grew. As Leon got older, was more independent, I began to wonder how important I was to the everyday goings on of our family. Oh my gosh. I began to wonder if I would even, if it would even matter if I wasn't around. I never really considered leaving, but was anxious about my place and function in our daily lives. I felt insignificant to myself and definitely to Janelle and Christine. To me, it didn't even seem as if they saw any point of me being part of the family. I knew that I would have to make some changes if I were to regain my own identity and happiness. This is a you problem, Mary. Sorry, you're a little bit working and raising kids. Yeah. To be and you know, all you. the kids could sense, like, what's wrong with Mary? Why is she like moping <sighs> around so much? Because it's not all about her. I had always wanted to go off to college, but since Cody and I married so young, I didn't give myself the chance. However, I didn't want to start school unless I had a clear idea of what I wanted to do. My family often jokes about my sudden intuitive ideas they call popcorn thoughts. That's a good one. All I these women. That. Women. It basically means like women, when, when women have like a thought, it's just it's a popcorn thought. Don't, <laughs> don't let yourself even hear it. It's so stupid. Jesus. One morning as I was getting ready for work, I had one of these so-called popcorn thoughts. I had the notion that I was going to work with at-risk youth. <laughs> it completely surprised me. And I tried to push that stupid thought aside. But as the days and weeks passed and the thought kept nabbing, nagging me, I feared that I should pay attention to it. There you go. Yep, that's your path, yes. Yeah, Finally, I told Cody about it. At first, I don't think he understood how serious I was about it because, you know, women don't go... Women don't no go education. chasing thoughts on your head. That's what yeah, popcorn be. thoughts, popcorn. <sighs> However, the idea didn't disappear. I began to realize I needed an outlet outside of the family. I really wanted to do something for myself as well as something that would help others. I think that the fact that I had only one child, God, she re really is honing it. Like, what if you're Leon? It's like, okay, sorry. We feel bad for you, but I'm this a miracle be child. an everyday thing that we have to yeah. be like, I'm so sorry. God. Which made me feel at times less significant than my sister wives really propelled me to search for something that would fulfill me. When I enrolled at Utah Valley University and took classes in counseling, Cody finally realized how committed I was to this new career. Both he and my sister wives were very encouraging. Everyone helped out as I balanced the demands of my new course load mm. against those of my job and family. 
Eventually, I got a job working with the residential staff at a treatment center for troubled teens. I was incredibly satisfied with my job. I was eager to get my degree and start working as a counselor myself. I think that due to the space that each of us wives had for ourselves, coupled with how easy it was to come together as a large family unit in our new home, things had stabilized in our household. We had all become used to one another's quirks and differences. We all had a maturity about us because mm. of our age mid-20s, and the length of time we had been together as a family raising our kids. Not all of the relationships in the house were fully functional, but we had learned how to put aside minor disagreements for the greater good. I think the fact that Janelle and I were both happy in our professions, and Christine seemed to be doing a great job at home, really added to the general happy attitude in the home. After 16 years, and 13 kids. Cody, Janelle, Christine, and I had figured out who we were as a family and how to make things work. And then Robin came along and destroyed everything that we took oh, 16 years to accomplish. We were a well-oiled unit and we could see that it's reflected, reflected in our children's happiness. Although the Brown family was functioning, my relationship with Cody was floundering. After nearly 20 years of marriage, issues that we had left to simmer had begun to boil over past. I, just, I don't know why. Okay, maybe, hopefully you guys think it's still funny in the Brown family. Every no, time no one's complained it, it about just, it yet. It gives me the giggles. Okay. Around the time that Cody and I were suffering through this low point of our marriage, we decided to take a drive together. Oh my God, careful with the drives, Cody. Jeez. He loves going on drives. Long, yeah, he does. impromptu road trips. It was a particularly good day for us as we'd been working on improving our relationship and the communication between us. We were passing by our friend... Reba's house. Hey, welcome. Reba. Come on in. Come on in. I got some iced tea brewing for you. What do you we want? You want some snacks? Say hello. <laughs> a young woman, Reba's cousin, was oh, outside here we loading go. her children into a van in order to drive back home to southern Utah. We started chatting. I felt an immediate connection in my loins to her. After we drove away, <laughs> I was instantly struck by one of my this woman is someone who will be in our lives and in my pants of course yeah that woman was robin i shared my thoughts with cody that night which was the first step on the path of welcoming her into our family until that time i wasn't sure if cody would ever marry again if he did i would have never imagined my being so closely involved from the start bullshit okay so this is what happens She's like, oh, Cody and I are not getting along. How can I make him like me and love me again? Oh, I'll bring in the young hot. Oh, wife yeah. Then... Yeah. That's been the consensus pretty much in the fan base. She's the eponine, right? She's the wing yeah. woman. Yep. Now, do you want to stop here? Just because there's still like a lot of pages left. And I know you have to go buy a garbage. Oh, my gosh, we really do. Yeah. I say we stop here. So guys, guys, it's a long her. chapter. No, it's like, a really long chapter. And she's literally like just repeating herself. Hour. We might have to split the next ones into half chapters each, but <gasps> we we're Nell and Mary. I'm sorry, you guys. But yeah, no, it this is a long chapter. Weird. Mary has a Wait, lot we to just, talk about. We just herself. met Robin. We just met Reba. Hey, this is my this is my niece, Robin. She's wonderful. She's gone through this terrible hey, divorce. Hey, Reba. These kids are wonderful. Yeah, Reba. Yes. Um, can can we just do like a um an ask Reba section yeah, sure. of the of yeah the lay it on me lay it on me kid 
Let's do an ask not, Reba. Hurry up! I don't got all day. I got to buy a garbage can from my from my basement. Hey Reba, what's one of your favorite casserole recipes if you could share with us? Oh, I love a dump. I love a dump casserole. You can just throw it in there and then just walk away from it. You put whatever's in your house. You just throw it in there. Got cream and chicken soup, an entire cupboard full of them. Because no matter what you dump in there, you put the cream and chicken soup and cheddar cheese in there. You got a casserole. Bada Is bing, Kanye West, uh, Reba, are you saying Kanye West in our comments um, spamming? Is this the real Oh, Kanye? hi, Kanye. He just keeps writing Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. I actually think this Kanye, might actually be Kanye West. We're blocking you. We're blocking yeah. you. Yeah. Kanye, we don't have time for your shit right now, right? I mean, Kanye is a huge Reba fan. Huge. I'm sure Reba's a huge huge Kanye fan. Um, Hey, Reba, one more question. Um, Can you, uh, well, listen, I mean, I don't know if this is a little too spicy for the pod, but um, when you go play Euchre, with your with your gals, oh, it's is that a COD game of some kind? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bunko. Uh, do you ever bring that a uh, better than sex cake? Oh, Reba. Better than oh, you mean uh, the uh, wait? What's it called? My mom makes it. Better than sex it's, cake. No, it's not better chocolate. than. No, it has the word sex. Sex Ooh. in a pan is what we call it. It's got pudding and whipped cream. Oh, Reba. Sex Reba. in a pan. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a little spicy, you. but people love it. I mean, it's the first thing to go when I bring it. You. I, I think everyone's starstruck because no one's no one's asking Reba anything in the comments here. Time's ticking, guy. Oh, Reba, do you have three jobs and love your kids and never stop? No, no, no. Listen, I have three ex-husbands and I'm kind of living off of that. And I'm very comfortable. I'm never marrying a man again. Oh, I'm very comfortable you, in my own life. Do you have any, any advice? Um for finding a, success, a successful relationship? Sex. <laughs> I mean, just be yourself, honey. That's all you got to do. You got to wake up in the morning and thank the Lord. Go about your day. Smell the roses. Mm. Mm. Smoke okay. some cigarettes. And drink okay. whiskey. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, just in case we want to like pour one out for you, what is your uh, fav- your drink of choice and your, your brand of cigarettes so we can send you some? Mmm. I like a nice whiskey, but just like the really low brand one, like Alberta Premium. Bottom shelf. Yeah, bottom shelf right there. Is, is I, that I'm a, not, is I'm that not a slim that you have right there? No, it's actually, a it's a menthol. Obviously, I sm- I'm smoking a menthol. Parliament. Parliament menthols. I don't I don't know what prices of cigarettes are. <laughs> sounds awful. I just trying to think of like the trashiest cigarette I can think of. Oh Unfiltered God. Camels, that's another good one too. All right, well... Listen, uh, <laughs> I mean, Reba was the highlight of the chat. We'll interview always. Reba next week too. <laughs> one boot lamp up for Reba. All right, thank you, honey. Thank you. I oh my that. gosh. Okay, hey guys, you know yeah. what to do. You gotta smash that like. Oh, wait. okay, sorry. I think my And we just, rem- we just met Robin. I'll put a bookmark in so that we know where we were but we don't want to rush through this. We got time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, okay. This week coming up, we have, uh, well, we've, we already recorded Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the body. Oof. Uh, We also are going to record high school musical, the documentary, mockumentary season one, episode one. Sure. For TRP. That's right. And then we are also going to recap the episode, the iconic Carmel episode, Christmas <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> it's just, it's a 
crazy that we thought of it. Thank God we're going to win. We're going to win. It's crazy. We're so bad. We're so bad. Everyone, please smash that like and subscribe. It helps us. It gets us that extra cheese in our bank accounts. Like That's right. a couple extra cents. Yeah. And subscribe if you want to leave us a this, share it. You know what to do. Listen to the pod. Leave a review. Make a comment. Yep. And I, I need to open the door for my uh, aunt and my cousin. Oh, Auntie Debbie is like begging to Debbie. get to work here. So we got to go, guys. I need to move that couch downstairs. All right, guys. Uh, Rebo will be back next you. week. And we will see you then. Love you guys bye, bye. so much. Say bye-bye, Reba. Bye-bye, honey. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Adios, Well, guys, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us today on our We Love to Hate Everything channel. Please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Give us a like or even a comment and click on that bell if you want notifications because you never know when we might pop up and go live. Please check out our other two podcasts on Patreon where we snark on even more TV, movies, and pop culture. We got Total Request Podcast, that's patreon.com slash trpod, and we love to hate TV, patreon.com slash love to hate TV. Thanks again, and we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>